I'm Jake. I'm John. What were we talking about? Something happened. Oh. There was a TV show on, right? Yeah. Well, no. The Flash wasn't on. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, that's right. And a TV star became our president. Um, he, he's also a WWE Hall of Famer. That's as I was very quick to point out <laughs> as I noticed that Hillary was losing. I was like, what's more important to realize? WWE Hall of Famer Donald Trump is now our president-elect. Um, oh, jeez. I did also, I said to somebody at work, I was like, Thomas said, you realize now he's a WWE Hall of Famer. I said, and knowing as well as I do Vince McMahon's ego, if he ever makes it back to WWE, he will announce him as WWE Hall of Famer and president. <laughs> I think it would be the other way around. You would. President of the United States and WWE Hall of Famer. But no, Vince is like, Vince no, is like no, clearly there's one that's way more important than the other. Yeah. A lot more people have been president. Yeah, this is a distinct honor. This is a very exclusive club. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting four years. I'm excited to see how it rolls out. Oh, fuck. Let's talk about something happy. Anyways. How's John doing? I'm doing good. How are you, Jake? That's super cooper. Yeah. Work sucks. Yeah. I know. She yeah. leaves me roses by the stairs. Prizes <laughs> let me know she cares. I, uh... I'm bummed out. I, I haven't been able to work at Tim's this week. Yeah. I'm going to try to work next week there because... Uh, I think I'm working Monday. Uh, I'll probably work Tuesday because I work 9 to 1 at O'Reilly's. And uh, that's my my only day off is Wednesday. Um, so I'm going to work there. I'm going to tell them back and work, you know, a little bit after 1 to just before 6. That way you and me can go to see Hamlet. Yeah. Um, so excited. I am stoked. Um, but uh, that'll probably be the only time I work there because I've I only had one day off this week and we only have one day off next week. So that's gonna fucking suck. Yeah, I'll probably I get off at six, so I'll probably just because Andy's probably gonna come with us and I'll probably go pick her up. Um, wink, wink. Yeah, she's married. Uh, wink, wink. <laughs> if you want, you can just drive to my my place. Um, well, actually. I can just drive to yours. It's not too far out. She lives behind Kroger. Oh, okay. I can get to your place real quick from there. I mean, I can drive. It's not a big deal. Well, one thing is, is I can, we, we got to drive through. We got to drive the other side of town anyways to go on the interstate. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Personal conversation <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll figure that out. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, drop into the news that doesn't relate to sad, sad times. Yeah. Uh, so, Marvel TV, we're going to talk about some Defenders. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Yes, it looks like Jessica Henwick from Game of Thrones and The Force Awakens will reprise her role of Colleen Wing from Iron Fist. Awesome. Uh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Elodie Young will also reprise her role as Elektra. Yay. Yeah, that was... Um, she was good. Yeah, just, she did well. The Yeah. It's just it, we've. I don't know. I think I think Electra has just left us a bad taste in her mouth from all the other shit. <laughs> this is still handled better, but her so, in the spoiler alert, she dies at the end of season two of uh, Daredevil. Oh shit! Fuck. But the thing is, I think. Guess I'm not watching that show now. It's odd to say that her death was kind of rushed, and it was almost handled better in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, but 
overall still, the season was way better. Um, on to some, well, Marvel film news. Oh, good. Go ahead, you go ahead and read this. Okay. Oh, God. Mel <laughs> Gibson, um, uh, Hollywood's resident crazy asshole, had this to say about Marvel films. To talk about the violence question, look at any Marvel movie. They're, they're more violent than anything that I've done. But in my movies, you give a shit about the characters, which makes it which makes it matter more. That's all I'll say. Let me go ahead. Let me ask you a question. Jesus Christ. Besides Riggs from Lethal Weapon, name a fucking character he's played that you give a shit about. I'll wait. Ransom Dad. I do like that movie. I I like the movie. I don't give a shit about him. I honestly. I think it's just because I've seen it so much. But what about what, what women want? Huh? What women want? Yes, <laughs> I love that movie. I do actually like that I movie. I do. I don't like him in it. But I don't him. In um, the only two movies I can think of that I like him, like I care about the character, would be Braveheart and Patriot. Yeah, I could see that. That's about it. That's the thing. But that was like twenty years ago. Yeah. So back in his his heyday. Yeah, and so I and, don't and Mad Max, but really I don't care about the character that much. No, I just like the action. Is the action that matters in that yeah. movie? I think. Um, Jesus. I think he's so desperate for attention. For attention, Jesus. And also, I think he might be a little butt hurt because I know Robert Downey Jr. was pushing hard for him to direct Iron Man Four, but Marvel like, nah, we're good. <laughs> We'll just leave him out of this. But the thing, and I, I can see where Robert Downey Jr.'s, what his point is, where it's like, you guys gave me a chance, and you didn't have to. Yeah. And I was a fucking wreck prior to that, and it was a, by all accounts, most people thought it was a bad idea. Well, yeah. And now look at it now. <laughs> it was a bad idea. Honestly. It was. It was a but, it was a real fucking gamble, and if it wasn't for John Favreau, it wouldn't have gotten it. Because, like... Yeah, he had gotten clean, I guess, before. Yeah, but it was his reputation was so tarnished. And... But yeah, it was it was he had such a bad rep because of all the shit that went. And down. it wasn't even like we had the last thing he was in was in Shane Black's uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, if I remember right. And um, I believe so. And he wasn't uh, that movie did very well, and he was you know they said he did well in it. Val Kilmer even did well in it. Overall, it was a well received movie, but very small hit. You know, very small. Yeah. I remember um, the movie came out. He didn't do. He hadn't done anything huge ever really I think the closest to huge he did was probably Chaplin but even that was relatively small um but uh they were rolling the dice by giving Robert Downey Jr. a franchise and they were they were that's a big building character they were building a universe like this was the first movie in that universe and it was like they give it to an actor you at the time couldn't really rely on yeah it wasn't 100% so I think RDJ's, uh, 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 you know, wanting to have Mel Gibson has a part is, is kind of akin to that. But the thing is, as weird as it sounds, Robert Downey Jr. didn't damage his uh, character as much as Mel Gibson has. Yeah. You can't fix racist. Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Even with apologies or fake apologies. And, yeah. And yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, Mel Gibson, he did um, uh, Edge of Darkness uh, post uh, racist rant. Yeah, and it was. I, I like that movie. It was. It was a decent film. Uh, don't again, care. didn't care about him a whole lot. Ultra violent. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck he's. That's talking my about. thing too. Like he talks about how how you talk about violence. Like look at these Marvel movies. They're punching aliens and shit. And like, you shot people. And I'll Extreme tell you right. Gr- like, 
It was extremely graphic. Yeah. And you shot people. It, it's also like, I don't know. It, one, has he not watched any of them? Because I care a lot about most of the characters in, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I do. And, not, and because I didn't even really follow Marvel until after the universe was built. Um, you know, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, yeah. for the most part. Uh, Hulk, particularly. Batman, Superman. Batman, Superman, Green Wolverine. Lantern, Star Sapphire. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what? But uh, yeah, so I thought uh, that quote was a little funny, and it's just kind of screaming like, "Please pay attention to me." Um, uh, but I mean, eventually he's going to direct a a superhero movie. I guarantee it. Oh yeah, it, his his time will come. Yeah, and it'll be fine. And he's a good director. I'm not going to take that away yeah, from him. Yeah, honestly, like, he, he, and he also wanted... he wants to talk about ultra violence. Did he not watch Passion of the Fucking Christ? No, he didn't. Holy shit! He didn't watch it. He didn't watch it. He made it. He, he just made didn't it. watch he it. He wasn't paying attention. He wasn't paying attention at all. Like, Action! What? What's going on What's over going there? On over here? Okay, yeah, yeah. No green beans. Green, green. No, not yellow. What? Green, green beans, not yellow beans. Jim, can you be Cut. quiet? <laughs> Cut, stop, print. Can you stop screaming, please? <laughs> it's like, green beans. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Cut, print. Uh, <laughs> you want to watch the dailies? Nah. No, I'm okay. I'm sure it's fine. It's you did fine. good? Did you do did you good? Did you do well? I got struck by lightning. Okay, let's keep it. Let's keep it. <laughs> twice. Jim Cavillers got struck by lightning twice. Like, I'm and not, scene. <laughs> I am not religious, but fuck, somebody did not want that movie made. No. <laughs> Lord, man, that's insane. Uh... On to, I don't know, to consider this happy news or what? The X Universe. Zooniverse? The Zooniverse. Like, Xanadu? Xanadu. <laughs> Olivia Newton John just shows up. <laughs> Hi, guys. How did you believe? Let's get physical. One burner. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the only universe Jubilee fits into is Xanadu. <laughs> She doesn't even fit into her own fucking universe. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Cheep, cheep. And she's not even like a star, but she just has the pyrotechnics. Oh, yeah, she's not even dancing. She's behind She's behind, she's behind so. Olivia Newton. She's, she's a crew member. Just even in the back. Just, they just have her, they have her strapped to Olivia Newton John's back like Yoda. Just. Bang, bang, I do. Yes. Are you speaking like that? I don't know. <laughs> no, not do I. <laughs> no, not do I. Anyways. Uh, so it looks like Fox is considering, uh, I guess, a quote-unquote soft reboot. There's no quotes there. You lied. Oh, I did. You're lying. Whatever. To the people. Uh, quote-unquote soft reboot. We uh, the people. We the people. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, a soft reboot is basically they sort of reboot the movie, but they keep a lot of the same actors. And somewhat the same timeline you can look at uh, The Incredible Hulk oh, as, as going a, from Ang Lee to Edward Norton to, director actor <laughs> yeah somehow. I don't remember who directed the second one uh, no wait John yeah. Lasseter someone anyways uh, anyway you you went from uh, Eric Bana to yeah. uh, uh, Edward, Edward Norton. Norton it was technically the same universe the same continuity same but they character. just make no reference to the previous movie yeah uh, subtle hints still, and stuff like it that, still but he picks in up and it picks up in like Brazil, yeah, which is where he ended up at the end of uh, Ang Lee's atrocity. Yeah, um, so but, it, it ends. It ends like between even different actors, like a soft reboot. Essentially, just that timeline still exists, 
we move on. Yeah. And minimal mentions, if unless you want, I guess they could. Yeah. They, I mean, they could mention some of the stuff, but I mean... But anyways. The point of a soft reboot is basically to reboot it without having to hire new actors and, and go through that and whole and process and again. Re- redo the origin stories. Yeah. Um, but uh, with this soft reboot, Singer would not return. But Simon Kinberg, who is already working on a new script, will stick around. Uh, the new story is being written uh, with Lawrence Fassbender and McAvoy optimistically in mind. The planned spinoffs would remain largely unaffected. Fox is currently uh, looking to replace Tim Miller, but have enough faith in the property that they are already lining up Deadpool 3. Uh, Gambit is expected to head back into active uh, development with a new filmmaker soon. Yay! Cameras <laughs> could start rolling on Josh Boone's New Mutants by next spring. I'm excited for that too. That'd be something cool. Um, something different. Uh, Gambit, uh, I'm sorry, I won't believe it's happening until it's happening. Cause, it's like uh, the, it was like the new Doom game. Yeah, like, when they were talking about it, I was like... Or not Doom, Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem, oh, yeah, yeah. I, well, like, even Doom, though, I was like, yeah, I was like I'll believe when I see it. Yeah, because it's like, it's like, you just... Okay. But this is like... You keep talking like it's going to come out. Okay. Sure, all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll wait. Sure, I, I believe you. I believe it's going to come out one day. Yeah, eventually. I'll probably be dead. Sure. But Same with Last Guardian for PS4. It's a game. Okay. <laughs> they announced it at E3 like three or four years ago. Oh. And they've announced it every E3 since then. <laughs> uh, this year, however, they have been given out, uh, like PewDiePie got a copy of it to play. Oh, really? So I think this is the year. That they, they're actually going to do it. Because they gave him a copy to play. It looks really weird. It's, it's, it's interesting for sure. Like, essentially, it's, it's never ending story to me. Like, this kid runs around and then, like, he can call this, like, dragon looking thing, this furry dragon looking thing, like, climb on it and. F- Anyways, <clears throat> weird. But, yeah, so it might be the year coming out. So maybe Gambit. <laughs> so maybe eventually. Um, uh, comicbookmovie.com, which is where we usually get most of our uh, stories at, uh, has an article up, and you should go check it out. It's on how to uh, successfully or uh, a foolproof plan of how to reboot uh, the franchise. Uh, one is uh, team uh, team them up with the Fantastic Four, as long as they reboot the Fantastic Four with them. This is not a list, by the way, of, like, do this, then do this, then do this. this these this, are options. These are options. <laughs> these are ideas that they have uh, to uh, make sure it's rebooted properly. Right. So team up with the Fantastic Four as long as we can reboot them too. <laughs> yeah, that's... They don't... I don't know if they put that in. I didn't read all the stuff on I there, but... It, it, there's no way. There's can, no way you can... Anyways. Yeah. Uh, replace Simon Kinberg. And the, the point being on that one was... Uh, yes, uh, Days of Future Past was a hit and by all accounts a really good X-Men movie. Uh, but Simon Kimberg also wrote Last Stand and Apocalypse, both of which, Last Stand more so, uh, were really disappointing films. Yeah. I mean, I did enjoy Apocalypse. I, um, oh, I absolutely enjoyed Apocalypse, but it so was a disappointment. Many bad choices. Like Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> like lack of doing anything. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't. He was didn't do anything. First of all, with all the power that he showed in the yeah. movie, why did he need the four horsemen? There was no, never any real explanation as to why. Well, I mean, that that's part of the problem is like he needs them, but they didn't show why. They needed to show them doing stuff for him. Yeah, like because essentially, stood there. essentially, it's him like you guys do this while I sit here. Yeah, and I, I'll come out for the big stuff. But they didn't want to show him just doing nothing. But they did. It would look it would look awesome with him just sitting like on a throne. Yeah. Just sitting there all leaned up and shit. Like ugh. I just I just hated how he literally did nothing until the end of the movie. And even then it he was really a short didn't. fight. Yeah. 
But I tell you one cool thing I, I did enjoy. One, so far with these I mean, days of Future Past and this one, fucking love the Quicksilver uh, scenes. They're did always you, really awesome. Someone posted a video. <laughs> so stupid. It's it's not what I wanted. Someone posted a video on YouTube that said the Quicksilver scene from X Men Days of Future Past without the slow motion, and I was hoping that it was going to be all of them standing still and him running around like jokingly, like like he like he feel like behind the scenes of him on set like pretending to move stuff or whatever. Yeah. Like him running around, but all they did was take out the slow motion scene, and it looked literally looked like they pulled the trigger and he was just on the other side, and all of stuff happened. Like what it would look like to us <laughs> if we couldn't slow down the camera. And I was like, it's clever, but I just I, I was hoping for like a something else. I knew I wasn't gonna get it, but yeah. I still watched it. But it was I mean it was fun because you see like it literally is what we would see without if we were there and not able to see him at that speed. I think, uh, but in any case, like I love the scenes, but one particular like I enjoyed it in uh, Apocalypse, the one where he saves our rifle the mansion, so cool. most part except for Havoc, um, but. Uh, the scene at the end, I went because I went with Joey to see it. And we're sitting there, and as um, Quicksilver's kicking the shit out of Apocalypse, mm-hmm. we're sitting there, and I was like, watching. I was like, well, I thought Apocalypse was supposed to be like all powerful. He's a god, more or less, and he can't go out like this. Like I, I was like, it was cool looking, but I was like, like he can't go out like this. This is no fucking way. I mean, Joey, you know, had the same sentiment, and then all of a sudden. It, clo- it zooms in on uh, on Apocalypse's eyes, and you see them quiver, like they're focusing on his speed, and they finally find it, and then he can stop him. I was like, that was cool. Was I clever. liked that a lot. That was really clever, and uh, that was there was a really cool parts in the movie. Yeah, um, there's a lot of cool stuff in it, it's but just, it just it wasn't a cohesive story. I don't understand why he didn't tell Magneto. He's like, oh, it's not a good time. Like, what? What? Well, I didn't tell Magneto about him being his son. Oh, that, yeah. It's, it's like, literally, it's just bait for the next movie. Yeah, it's all it was. Instead of being like, I'm your son. Bye. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah, I mean, what else could you do? I mean... I don't know. It, I do kind of like that they did that, but it was, you know... But was, they did keep that con- that, that uh, thing from the comic books where it's his son, but kind of just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Of course, people are really pissy about the um, uh, the fact that they had didn't age over the past what was it twenty something years. Yeah, and I'm like yeah, but I mean it's also comic books, so I think it, it, part of me believes that's what they're trying to do, is that in comic books they don't age at all. Yeah, they don't. Except in special one offs or whatever, but like you only see it's all second act in comic books. You never see the third act because then the comic book's over. Uh, so you only see them at one age the yeah. entire time. So we've seen them all at one age through the 60s, 70s, 80s, and the next one's going to be in the 90s or maybe present day. Um, but we're going to see them all at the same age. Uh, other things on the list included uh, doing a soft reboot, keeping the same cast, so that we don't have to do an actual you know, recasting of everybody. Uh, make a deal with Marvel Studios, which I disagree with, actually. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, recast Wolverine, as much as it pains me to do. I have to disagree with this as well. Yeah. They need to put him on the shelf for a while, for a movie or two. Something, yeah. Give give audiences a chance to forget, which, I mean, they'll never forget, because I'm sorry, Hugh Jackman was brilliant. I don't care if he was too tall to play the character. He was still, he's Wolverine. Um, 
and set it in a present day shared universe. And I think that's accurate. Uh, I think that, that they should absolutely put it all together. So Ant-Man and Wasp, <laughs> they don't know that there was a cut between this. What's a cut? Uh, <laughs> um. uh, Peyton Reed, the director of Ant-Man, was initially against a giant man debuting in Captain America Civil War because he intended to debut, uh, to debut that in the Ant-Man sequel. Uh, he said that uh, they have, quote-unquote, a lot more in store for Scott Lang in this movie. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, a lot more, because he can grow. Huh? I think it's going to be either way. Uh, Ant-Man is pretty hella good. Yeah. It, I didn't like it when I first, because I watched it. Uh, I went to see that, and if I remember correctly, that and Mr. Holmes. Oh, yeah. Within two days of each other. Or with, like, I watched Ant-Man, The Midnight Showing, and then the next day I went to go see Mr. Holmes. Enjoyed Mr. Holmes more, which I probably still do, actually, because uh, I love that movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, I didn't enjoy Ant-Man very much. If you go back, uh, if all my uh, reviews are still on there, um, on omnibusjournal.com, uh, go back and read my Ant-Man review. Uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. Yeah, and I, I understand because like at the time it was so formulaic. Yeah, it but was kind of boring. But, but then I went back and watched it again when I got it when at home, and I was like, I was like, this movie's good. It's, it's really fun. good. My only problem with it is I feel like they were holding Paul Rudd back. Yeah, but it did let uh, oh fuck, what's this guy's name? His little Mexican friend. Michael Pena. Michael Pena. Ah, oh, sounds so bad. I forget what his character's name is, but I know the actor's yeah. name. Is that bad? Should I know what the other one here? Uh, but Michael I don't Pena. know him as that Mexican guy. <laughs> Fuck you. That little Mexican guy he runs around with. The steel shit. Build the wall. Uh, <laughs> Where's the wall, Trump? I need it now. Um, but no, he uh, he was by far the best part of that movie. He made that movie work, you know, and. Um, I, I I just enjoyed the shit out of it after after further watches, and I, I and I also I tried to watch Iron Man three multiple times because Joseph kept telling me he's like you need to watch it more than just the you know first two times you watched it, and I was like okay fine I'll watch it again so I watched it again, then I watched it again, and I fucking hate it yeah <laughs> really don't like it still I'm like, um, I told him like, there I, are things about it that I enjoy there are things I dig about it. I would have enjoyed Ben Kingsley's uh, Mandarin. If they didn't do if that, if he was twist. the Mandarin, if he was actually the Mandarin, and not to say I didn't enjoy his, I didn't enjoy his Trevor Slattery because I did. Yeah, I just wish that the Mandarin Cause that, me, was the fucking Mandarin. Because because the Mandarin they 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 advertised the Mandarin as the villain. Yeah, but he wasn't. Which I get that for the sake of a twist. Because, like, in Dark Knight... Which is fine, but Guy Pierce's character doesn't have, like, a name. Like, he's not a known villain. Alder Killian? Yeah. He was... Well, no, I mean, he wasn't really a known villain. He was a scientist at the beginning of the extremist arc right. in Iron Man. And wasn't super well-known. It wasn't even a big part of that story. Um, and ultimately, as I try to point this out, like, what was his motivation? You really think about it. He didn't like Tony Stark. Yeah. That's why he started. Because Tony Stark was an ass back in the day, and that's what it is. That's yeah. that's what it's, it's, it's literally it, revenge. It's for being treated, bullied, for being bullied. It's 
<laughs> it's a villain arc that's just the laziest. Yeah. And like I said, like, but he doesn't have a get. Like, he's not an actual proper villain in the in the comic books. No, he's not. Like, he's just a, like you're gonna promote. Which the, I'm all about. And that's fine. I'm fine. But you're about gonna promote the Mandarin and then put this nobody in. Yeah. Like you can't do that. And then not expect fans to be all like, "What it's the like, fuck?" That's like promote Red Skull, but the villain's this guy who's yeah. German for some reason. I don't know. Fuck. It was. His I don't parents know. had sex and they were together. I don't know why this is sex. His parents had sex and then fucking this German kid was born. And now he he hates America. Uh, and Red Skull was an actor. <laughs> Wasn't real. He was mis- he was Agent Smith. He just turned, and he just went back into the Matrix. Mr. Anderson. <laughs> Mr. Anderson. So, um, Yes. <laughs> Avengers Infinity War. Yes. There has been a fan theory that Kate Blanchett... Uh, Kate Blanchett's as guardian goddess of death, Hela, would replace Mistress's death's role relationship with Thanos. Yes. Yes, that's the thing. Quite. Uh, I just thought that one is an interesting theory, but it, it pertains to the story itself, which is that uh, most fans believe that introducing a physical manifestation of an abstract entity like death might be a bit too confusing for most audiences to wrap their heads around. Fair assessment. Yeah. Um, I mean, but they, they're also they have done it in both both Marvel and DC. Yeah. So, eh. uh, <laughs> uh, but Kevin Feige on the theory, anything is possible. But knowledge of the comics can be both beneficial to fans, anticipating things, and also misleading. So you'll have to see. Uh, I actually, I like that theory. I think that's a good theory. And it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It also keeps a, a villain of Thor's alive. Uh, well, I guess Loki's still alive, but he's not really a villain. He did a face turn. He's an uh, anti-hero. <laughs> he's a tweener. Uh, but he, he's a tweener, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I like the idea that... that and Carl Urban's going to be in Thor uh, Ragnarok. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's playing... I don't remember the character. Um, he's going to play that one guy. He's playing that one guy. Yeah. He's a bad guy. I know that. Um, but this movie should be interesting to he's, see. <laughs> he's, judge, he's Judge Dredd. He's Dredd. <laughs> he's Dredd. <laughs> They're going to finally cross him over. He's Bones. Nobody ever fucking asked for that crossover, though. He's, he's Bones. He's Bones, McCoy. <laughs> Are you out of your Vulcan mind? <laughs> <laughs> what is a Vulcan? <laughs> he is racist. I don't even know. Damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor. <laughs> I don't even like space. Uh, oh, I did watch, and we'll talk about this at the end, but I did watch Star Trek Beyond. Okay, cool. Uh, Deadpool 2. Why, why do you have to say it like that? Uh, because... Oh, I didn't put half the shit in here. Did someone chop your hand off? Um, <laughs> there's some more stuff I was supposed to put in here. I apparently didn't save it. <laughs> he sucks. Hey, what's up? What's up? <laughs> Um, thanks. That's that's when you're supposed to go. Do you want to write the notes? <laughs> Do you want to write the notes? I don't. Yeah, suck a dick. Deadpool two. Due to the exit of director Tim Miller, composer Junkie XL has exited the sequel. I had heard that. I don't care. It happens. Um, I mean, it's cool. But there has been talk, and this isn't in the notes because well, I guess it didn't save. Um, but uh, the gorillas are taking over the soundtrack. Fuck, that'd actually be kind of cool. They're coming out with um, a new CD. Yay. Um, I'm not that big of a fan of them. So, System of the Down. Yeah. Yeah. I was over <laughs> them after their... I, I got so sick and tired of aerials. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. They did play the shit out of that song. I do. That's, that's even... Like, I'm not even tired of Chop Suey. 
Mm-hmm. And because they, they played the fuck out of that song, but yeah. Ariel's was just like an anthem for a while. Yeah, even they probably hate that fucking song. I hope so. Um, but uh, I do like Gorillas, but they're not like my favorite. Yeah, I mean ever. they're cool. I dig them, but I like a lot of their songs. But um, but uh, there's been talk of uh, new directors. Yeah. Uh, one director floating around. Oh no, that's not right. That's why I didn't put that in the notes. It's not for that movie. <laughs> oh. What movie is it for? It's for The Flash. Oh, okay, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about it in a minute. Okay, so what else about Deadpool 2? That's they, it. That's... Have they casted Cable yet? Nope. Have you seen all of the fan... Petitions and art? No, the, yeah, the art, the, the for photoshopping for everyone. There's a bunch of them. I've seen Schwarzenegger. I've Lundgren. seen... Yeah, and both of them, nope. Yeah. I don't want either I'd, one of them. Between them, though, if I had to choose, I'd choose London. I wouldn't. If I had to choose between those two. If you had to choose, I'd choose Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I'd choose London. Just because Schwarzenegger has proven acting chops. That's true. Not much, yeah. but some. If you watch ever watch Maggie? I want to see it. It's good, and yeah. he does really good in it. Like, unbelievably good in it. It's impressive. Oh, this is way off topic. Okay. That's what we're about. What though. were we talking about? <laughs> so there's a new movie that came out. That I didn't know was coming out straight to straight to DVD. Jackie Chan, Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, I want to see it. I didn't see a trailer for it or anything. I haven't seen a trailer for it, but I know what the storyline is, and it's Jackie Chan is, is looking for his partner's killer to avenge his partner, and Johnny Knoxville has the information, but he is being chased down by the like the by the mob, uh, by the, the uh, not the mob. Wow, that's weird. By like like a uh, um, the Yakuza, yeah no, it's in the, I think it's in the U S. Oh wow! <laughs> but the, like a mafia, like a gang, whatever. I think it's a mafia thing. <laughs> but he's being chased down by them for some reason. So Jackie Chan has to help him out <laughs> to keep him alive, so he can help him find his partner's killer. I think it just sounds like a really weird version of Rush Hour. <laughs> it sounds just like a really campy, offbeat version of Rush Which Hour. I'm okay with. That's fine. I, I like the it. I like the first two Rush Hour I movies. See, I want to see them the third one. I want to see them together. I think it'd be funny. Third one was all right. Third was fine, but it is what it is. It's not what the one I I won't go out of my way to watch oh, it. No, absolutely not. Anyways, uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about the Inhumans. Inhumans. Why don't you go ahead and talk about that? Oh, fine. I guess I'll say something about it. Uh, Kevin Feige on when we might see this unicorn of a movie. Uh, he said, "I think Inhumans will happen for sure. I don't know when. I think it's happening on television, and I think as we get into Phase Four, as I've always said." It could happen as a movie. I think it would be super cool. It's uh, sort of worrying that the man who is constantly uh, sure about the future of the, his movies seems so wishy-washy and unsure about uh, the future of this movie. Same. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, I mean, it is. Cause he's it always is, very... He knows what's coming up. Or it's, he at least is like, it's coming for sure soon. Like, yeah. We know. Like, it's here. But he doesn't even... But, what? It doesn't even sound like he knows what's happening in the no. TV universe, which I is think, fine. He's not a part of that. I don't know when. Yeah, I don't know when. It's like, all right. Well. I, I think it's happening on television. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm like... It's I'm, just like, nah, so secure about that question. Um, Let's talk about some money. Money, 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 money. money. Um, and that money is called Doctor Strange. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, yeah, sequel seems like a lock after it earned after it has earned 
from this weekend, I probably changed since, you know, since, since now. But yeah, opening but weekend, maybe. opening weekend, uh, $325 million worldwide in its first weekend. <laughs> I paid that's $85 million in North America, $44.3 million in China, third best debut for a Marvel uh, movie behind Age of Ultron and Civil War, uh, plus $73.7 million elsewhere overseas, plus an additional $24.2 million for uh, from IMAX screens globally. That was me. I would go see it in IMAX 3D because I that movie... I saw it in IMAX 3D. I saw it in IMAX 3D. And, God bless my mother, I convinced her to go see it in IMAX 3D with me tomorrow. Now, here's the here's the thing, is that she she had real bad motion sickness for a long time. <laughs> you say you're going to test it now. Yeah. She had her gallbladder removed, which apparently gets rid of some motion sickness in some people. So she no longer has motion sickness. We're going to test it. <laughs> All right. We'll see how it goes. If she starts throwing up in the theater, you better take a picture of that so we can post it on our uh, Facebook Absolutely. page. Um, it's for my dad's birthday. I'm taking him to see it tomorrow. His birthday was yesterday. That's cool. Or two days now, maybe. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to go go see Doctor Strange again. Yeah, I, I watched it. Um, I enjoy it. It's a visually very, very, very cool. Yeah. Um, story-wise, yeah, it's fine. It's, it's fun. To me, one, it's not even close to my favorite. Um it's, I don't know, probably top seven. Yeah. I don't know what it is about that movie, though, because, like, I understand what we were talking about a little bit beforehand. I understand what you mean. Like, it is it is very formulaic to me. Like, a lot of things are in it, but it's new information, new aspects of, of the world. Um, it's Which is, yeah. Yeah, it's cool I, to see. I, yeah, that's cool. But the, the story itself, and I wouldn't say formulaic, per se. I would say, I mean, my biggest complaint is that it's very, very similar to Iron Man's story. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean. minus a cave and including magic. Yeah. My, um, I don't know what it is about that movie, but like after I, got, after I was watching it, I was kind of bummed out that it was over because it was, it went by so fast. Did go me. by fast. It really did. It felt like it was paced well. Yeah, so, yeah. It wasn't like it was a um, rushed movie. It was just, it was over quick. Yeah, and from the comic books to the movie, they do a good job translating his origin. And he um, looks like Doctor Strange, pretty much. One thing I, I'm curious about is why they just didn't let him be British. I mean, he's not. <laughs> no, all the. I mean. All of, I, I mean, yeah, he's not British in the comics, but like, he didn't have to. Nothing about his character says he has to be American. It's true. He just has to live in New York City, and that's it. Beyond that, he could be British and just transfer to yeah America. I don't. It would have been easier because the his problem accent was weird. His accent was weird, and it slipped a bunch throughout the. You could hear Couple times, yeah. You could hear his British come through, and I was like, just let him be British. It would have been fine. I mean, yeah. now now he's stuck with that, but now he's gonna have a chance to train it better and, and honestly he did a great job with it there oh, were a couple he did, slips yeah. here and there and, and there's some words where it just sounded strange yeah but and it also has, I mean he has a very distinct voice he does it's hard to disguise it I love the scene with him and and his girlfriend not girlfriend um, where he's like yelling at her yeah because he's so irritated with not being able to fix himself yeah I love it because it, that's him yeah that is how arrogant he is like he and I I hate him for it because that's how much I, he does. He does such a good job that I hate his character when he says it. He's laying in in the hospital bed after the accident, and he says, "No one could have done a better job." And he says, "I could have." And I was like, "Oh, that's that's the arrogance." Yeah. Of but it was, he, I thought it was so really good. cool about that though. It, it wasn't just like yeah, it was like his arrogance, but it was also like it was very moving. It was heartfelt because he was yeah. he was 
teared up. He's like, I could have done better. Yeah. I can't now. I can't fix myself because of this. If I had been able to do the surgery, I would have done better. Yeah. And in theory, if he had known the magic, he could have fixed himself. Which now his hands are fine. Yeah. Uh, he could go back to medicine. He chose to be the Sorcerer Supreme yeah. or on his way to becoming the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. But that's the thing, though, is like if he chose to fix his hands, he couldn't do the other thing. Because he would be using so much energy to control it. To keep his hands intact that yeah. he wouldn't be able to do. He, what he um, wants. interesting choice killing off the ancient one. Yeah. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah, I figured, but it was. Uh, I, I thought it was still interesting because I thought I kind of she could have had a really cool place. Yeah, and um, I don't like that she's. I mean, I, I like the actress. You don't like she's a, that she's American. I was to me like she's not even American, but I just don't like she's British. I guess. Well, yeah, she's yeah. not American. She's British, but, but yeah, I, I was kind of hoping. They stick closer what, to the Tilda comics. Swinton is her name, right? Yeah, Tilda Swinton. Uh, she did a great job, and she was awesome. And she did. She really pulled that character off. It's just a thing with me. Like it's like, well, well, I don't care about the race that much, but I do wish it would have been because there wasn't a whole lot. The the racial factor in the in the the group for that area didn't really make sense to me. I um. There's a couple people. <laughs> I, I somebody uh, Mark Bernard on uh, he reviewed uh, Doctor Strange and he said he can appreciate why they cast her because it does do away with the whole you know ancient Chinese secret you yeah. know thing you you get that kind of type yeah. ca- not typecast but like stereotype yeah that you which I'm fine with that like, you're fine that you almost run into if you do that character as an Asian but he also pointed out he said they could have done this with the ancient one can transfer her consciousness you know to different people so yeah. you know last life maybe it was an Asian person this time it's a British woman yeah. next time it could be a Hispanic I man. just kind of wish there was more people in, in that group like there was more like we focus more on the people because at a distance when they show like all the people it's yeah. fine it doesn't bother me a bit but like when they do the close ups it's only these like same four people and only one of them's Asian <laughs> yeah and it's like uh, could they have a couple more they just just. but I mean the characters are which I say it's matching. a very minuscule problem that I have yeah because I mean the main characters of the books are Strange Mordo Mordo yeah Mor- Mordo 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 I think it's Mordo Mordo Nico Nico's um, in the comic book so she's not in the movie um, that I noticed I didn't notice did you notice Nico okay making sure I wasn't missing somebody uh, but also, uh, as we learned to pronounce it finally, Dormammu. Dormammu. Uh, which I still think uh, Dormammu sounds better, but whatever. Dormammu. Uh, but it was a that was a very cool scene. Oh, so good. And it was and again, Mark Bernard pointed out he wishes that Rachel McAdams' character would have been able to see that, see the sacrifice that Doctor Strange was willing to make. To you know, he goes from being that arrogant fuckhead to this self-sacrificing hero. He was willing to stick himself into torture for years and thousands dying of years. constantly. Constantly dying just to keep Dormammu, or Dormammu, uh, locked in that uh, universe so he couldn't escape and wreak havoc. So all of his concentration would have been just on Stephen Strange. It would have been cool to have some sort of a closure where she would have seen him where he's at that moment where he's like, he's finally the hero or the person that they thought he could be. Yeah. Um, 
I think uh, he's absolutely right. That would have been very cool to see. But I also thought there was a bit of that scene whenever he takes the ancient one to uh, the hospital to have surgery and he hands the scalpel over to the doctor that he kind of pissed all over. Um, so I thought there was a bit of that, but I think he's right, though, that to have the actual heroic act be witnessed by her, particularly by her, would have been really cool to see. Yeah. Um, overall, though, I enjoy the movie. I'll buy it when it comes out. Oh, yeah. And, and I'll the probably effects, the effects were so well done. Oh, absolutely! And I'll probably go see it in theaters, um, uh, but it's it was worth a watch. Definitely oh. worth a watch. Yeah, I recommend it. Uh, moving on oh, further, we're not, we're not to the recommendation yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're not there yet. <laughs> I do recommend it though. I, I, I yeah, think, absolutely. Yeah. I think if you're a fan of the Marvel series, you this is a definitely a good movie. To and, watch. They, and the same thing with every Marvel movie so far. Like they they balance the action, the storytelling. And the comedy. Every Marvel movie so far? Mm-hmm. As an average. Every Marvel As an average. As an average, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, pretty much. Um, but they... they, but they that Iron Man 3 is a big average dip. Yeah, but still. <laughs> it's one movie out of like 20. Uh, 12. 13 at now. But Yeah, more than that. No? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Count them off. No, I'm not counting. Iron oh, Man. I was just fucking with you. Iron Man 2, Incredible Hulk, Thor, Captain America, Iron Man 3, Thor 2, Captain America 2, Avengers, <laughs> Avengers 2, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Civil War, Doctor Strange. 13. Okay. So 20, uh, 24? 24, yeah, close <laughs> enough. Um, anyways. <laughs> I wasn't going there. <laughs> anyways, but... I went there. They, I have to be right. They do a good job balancing the action, the dialogue, and the comedy. Yeah. Well, because I like... Benedict Cumberbatch gets to be really funny in this, too. In the slapstick. Yeah. Holy shit. He's funny. <laughs> he is. He's really funny. The slapstick's good. The actual dialogue comedy is great. Like, there's a couple lines that are super cheesy. Oh, yeah. But it's okay. But, like, it's so funny. Like, there's lines that he Just says. the whole thing with, like, the Beyonce thing. Yeah. I'm like, come on. That's, that's so funny. This is too good. Like, Beyonce? Oh, come on. She's a huge hit. You don't know who Beyonce is? Just straight face as shit. Oh, uh, God. Benedict Wong, man. He was awesome. He was so... In the very end... Anyways, we don't want to spoil too much. But, like, the stuff that, that happens between them, I want to see them together. Like, oh, yeah. I Doctor can't... Strange 2, I want them together. He's in Divinity War. T- it, oh, my be... God. Thank God. So, He's so good. We're going to see that. <laughs> I love him so much. That's going to be awesome. Um, I didn't even think about because uh, the Eye of uh, Agamotto, or... Agamotto. Ag- Agamotto is uh, the Time Stone. Yeah. So that means he's going to have to face off against uh, Thanos. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. You're going to whip some fucking ass on Thanos. I'm going to buy a sling ring yeah. right now. I'm going online and buy sling rings <laughs> in bulk. <Just laughs> I want to go places. I want to go to the future. <laughs> um, uh, let's move on into, let's swing on into uh, further into the, uh, uh, the Marvel Universe. Oh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, Kevin Feige confirmed to Toronto Sun that Michael Keaton will indeed play Vulture. So that's a confirmation. Yeah. We already, uh, we already knew pretty much. We already but, pretty much figured that that's, out. At least confirmation, confirmation from Kevin Feige yeah, himself. So. Which is nice. And then uh, Zendaya? Zendaya. Zendaya 
stated to the Hollywood Reporter that her character, reportedly Mary Jane Watson, is not a love interest. So that's good. Yeah, I think I think it's a good choice. Uh, I'll say she can't be. Later, I don't think they should. I think they should focus on someone else, maybe. But which it looks like actually they're going to uh, Laurie, Laura Harriers or Harrier, I guess maybe. Uh, her character of Liz Allen will be the actual love interest, according to Latino Review. Nice. Uh, it should be interesting to change the pace. That's fine. She'll die with Mary Jane Watson. will be the love interest. <laughs> and and oh. it's, it's kind of cool. We don't have to see Gwen Stacy again. We don't have to see Mary Jane Watson as the love interest again. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting. And Tom Holland did reveal that he is contracted to be in three solo Spider-Man films uh, with options for other cameos in the other movies. So he we're going to get at least three with him. He in should it. do cameo in a Star Star Wars. Totally. Just, <laughs> he just shows up. Just uh, <laughs> He just attaches to the moon. What's up? In space. I'm in that really old movie, guys. <laughs> All that movie, yay. Jesus, how old is this kid? <laughs> you guys remember that really old movie? <laughs> Jesus. I love that joke. That dude. was so good. I, I, oh God. And they, I really like in the theaters I was dying yeah I, I lost it <laughs> he said it I was like I had like I really had like I can't wait to watch this at home so I can hear what happened afterwards he's just I, I watched the, the you know, really old me jeez how old is this kid Tony <laughs> oh. oh man anyways DC TV. Hey, that's that's like our favorite part that's our favorite part yeah yeah uh, according to Time War CEO Jeff Bukes the DC TV shows alone earned the company a uh, billion dollars in revenue. Damn! Damn! Uh, Damn! Uh, this came uh, to light after AT&T reached an agreement to purchase Time Warner for $85.4 billion, which is yet to be finalized and could face federal opposition. Um, businesses. Like, businesses. Um, I put that in because the thought is interesting uh, that the TV, just the TV shows alone, co- earn them a billion dollars, which kind of brings that eighty-five point four billion dollars to light. Where it's like, that's kind of a lowball offer. Yeah. Because four shows. Yeah, four shows. No, I mean they're including Gotham as well. Oh, are they? So five. Uh, <laughs> five Damn. shows. Damn. Damn. <laughs> are earning them a billion dollars. So you're saying instead of twenty-five million dollars. A sh- uh, per show, it's twenty. I don't. You know what I mean. I don't think that math Ignore is me. right. Ignore <laughs> me. You know what I meant. Two hundred and fifty is what I meant. I've had a long day. Two hundred fifty million dollars per show. You're Asian, dude. You're supposed to know. The Irish side is out today. <laughs> the drunk I side. I just, I just want potatoes. Um, <laughs> we're just out all the time. Famine. Um, <laughs> Two hundred and fifty thousand. Two hundred fifty thousand. I quit. I'm going home. Hey, get a gun here. Can I shoot myself? Two hundred fifty million dollars per show, and now it's two hundred million dollars per show. Yeah, two hundred million dollars per show kind of puts that eighty-five point four to light. Welcome to the John Can't Do Math episode of what we're talking about. Yeah, you didn't know we're going to be doing that. I didn't. Uh, Arrow. I didn't bring my calculator today. Abacus. My abacus. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Math adds up. <laughs> 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 
space work and sound effects, and all you hear are sound effects. It makes no sense. <laughs> He's doing all the actions. It's a podcast. Yeah. It's an audio podcast. I'm doing space work. This is great. Oh, um, Arrow. Arrow. What's going on in Arrow? In the Arrowverse. Um, I think it's how you pronounce her name. Lexadoig. Yeah. I uh, assume. Yeah, she is. Uh, I did also think Chris Benoit was Chris Benoit for years. Benoit. 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 Uh, she was in Stargate SG-1 Continuum V, if anyone remembers that short-lived show. <laughs> Andromeda, if anyone remembers that short-lived show. <laughs> uh, she has been cast as Talia al Ghul, who will debut in episode 10 in a multi-episode arc. Uh, tell everyone else what else she was in that you just we found out today as we were getting ready to record this. Oh. Uh, Jesus, I forget now. Jason X. Oh, yeah. She was in Jason X. I think she was one of the girls... When they were like trying to get high and shit. The one, the one that he killed inside the sleeping bag. Yeah, I think she was one of them. <laughs> that was a cool scene, dude. It's so fucking stupid. I love that. That movie, movie is retarded. It like, is, but it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's something different. It's not even a slasher at that point. It's just like, hey, comedy gore. Great. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's all it is. Uh, Gormity. Whenever the, <laughs> the guy is trying to make his robot real and tries to put nipples on her. Oh, God. <laughs> was, they kept falling off. <laughs> I was like, holy oh, shit, Jesus. Anyways. Uh, anyways. Uh, the character description is a, uh, a worldly and cultured and elite warrior uh, who doesn't pick sides but rather creates her own, which yeah. just sounds like Talia al Ghul, really. It does. Uh, Stephen Amell, Amell admitted to being disappointed in season four. John, what did he say about that? He said, and I quote, because there's quote marks. Quote marks? Quote marks? <laughs> I don't know English either. Oh, today I said there is a law in any relationship. Uh, there's a law in any relationship where you have a come to Jesus moment. And that happened to me in season four. We are a street level crime fighting show. We're at our best when we're focused on those things. He did also point out further uh, in quotes talking about uh, that if the show could not move forward from season four, if it couldn't move past that kind of dismal year, uh, this would mark the last year of the show because they don't want to do it unless they're doing a proper right. job. Makes sense. Which is, I totally agree. I don't want the show to ever end, but it's going to eventually. And if it's getting bad, they might as well end it. Yeah. But so far, the season has been pretty fucking incredible. It's been great, yeah. So speaking of uh, shows doing well, oh, Legends of Tomorrow. Uh huh. Why don't you tell us what happened to them? Okay. Okay. Uh, the CW yeah. has upped the season order from thirteen to seventeen episodes. That's like four more episodes. That's four more hours. Oh my god! Mine is commercials. Um, That's like one hundred seventy some minutes. Uh huh. Sure. Or hours. I don't know. I've been bad at everything else. I might as well be bad at this, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, I guess. Um, which is interesting. I One, I didn't realize there's only order for 13 episodes. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, I read that, and I was like, uh... Only 13? Okay. All right. Uh, 17 episodes seems uh, pretty good. I think that's uh, it's about the same that's, it had last year, if I remember right. Something like that, yeah. I think they had 18. 16. 16? 16. So, yeah, this should be pretty good, though. Because, sure I mean, they told a pretty good story last year uh, with it, so... Yeah, they did a good job. So uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm happy about this. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good thing. They do they do stuff in time. I want I want a, a uh, 80s style cartoon show called Time Masters, which is about time masters <laughs> and their their time masters, time mastery stuff. Okay. 
shit. I'm funny. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Uh, the new trailer dropped, uh, and it was awesome. Except for they ended on a kind of a bad joke. Yeah. The whole the fisticuff joke. I can't even remember what it was, but it was. Just, I remember watching. I was like, oh, that's an odd way to go out. Yeah, it was a weird joke. Especially the last one ended with a kind of funny secretary joke. Yeah. Uh, this one was, I was like, oh, well, all right, that's how you want to go. I like the joke in the that trailer where it was, uh, hey, how are you supposed to fight in this thing? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that's cute. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I, honestly, Wonder Woman looks like it's gonna be fantastic. I'm, I'm really, for really it. excited for it. Um, I'll go see it in theaters. Yeah, hope same. for the best. Yeah, women, women, woo, woo. We're men. We have to hate all women movies. Yeah. Ew, gross. How can women be heroes? They could save me with their boobies. Fuck that. <laughs> you destructive monster. No. You. <laughs> I just had to say it. Um, Anyways. They don't save us with our boobies. I have my own to play. I have my own. I don't need yours. Uh, I'm a self-sufficient man. I've got my... I grew my own titties. (laughs) Just play with them. (laughs) Um, uh, So Justice League has uh, somebody hired to play Steppenwolf. (gasps) Steppenwolf? Uh, Former Game of Thrones star. This is star. is kind of a stretch, but... uh, Syrian Hines. He played the leader of the Wildlings. Yeah. Uh, he also played, unfortunately, in Ghost Rider 2 Spirit of Vengeance. No. Yeah. Um, he apparently has just finished the mocap for the role. Nice. And the character's appearance will have been upgraded by the events of Justice League from when we saw him last in Batman v Superman. So, cool, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's neat. He's a good actor, too. Yeah, I enjoy I, him. I like him a lot. He's and, just hammy enough to get by. Yeah. You know, and, and, and Steppenwolf's a cool character to add into the mix. Yeah. Um, and some people are still kind of pissy about that one, but... What do you expect? Yeah. I mean, you got to have some characters. Do you really through. think they're going to jump right into Darkseid? God, I hope not. I mean, <laughs> they're I mean, hopefully they learned their lesson from jumping right into the death of Superman. He died? Uh, so yeah, I think um, yeah, Steppenwolf's a good Steppenwolf's choice because it'll me, lead to Darkseid. And that's the thing too is like they need a reason for Superman to come back and help because Steppenwolf, like yeah, they're they're gonna be able to help like fight against him, but if he calls reinforcements, they're fucked. Yeah, like they gotta have Superman. Yeah, as much as I hate to say it, they're gonna need him. They're gonna need Superman. I don't like Superman. black suit Superman. Black suit. Black. Oh, he's dead. Black Lantern Superman. That was probably loud. Black Lantern Superman uses the power of <laughs> they are deafening our fucking audience. Uh, Pow, this is a long quote. Oh uh, god! So we're gonna take some turns on this one. Are we? It's gonna be like in uh, in school whenever we had to read out of the book. Popcorn. Uh, <laughs> is that what they called it? That's what we called it. Uh, so uh, American Psycho author Brett uh, Easton Ellis. Stated in a piece on The Ringer entitled, Movies Aren't Dead, But They'll Never Be the Same. WB executives were just telling me that there are serious problems with the script. Talking about the Batman script. uh, And that the executives I was having dinner with were complaining about people who work on the Batman movie. uh, And they just said, they went to the studio and they said, look, the script is, here's 30 things that are wrong with it that we can fix. And the executive said, we don't care. We don't really care the amount of money we're going to make globally. I mean, 70% of our audience is not going to be seeing this in English. And it doesn't really matter. These things that are that you're bringing up about the flaws of the script, 
so I do think global concerns play a big part in how movies and what movies are being made, obviously. Jesus Christ. Um, before we continue with the second quote, I would like to point out, after reading that quote, I I smelled something fishy with that one. Yeah. Uh, first of all, why would he know this? Apparently, I guess people at WB know him, and he does know executives there. Uh, but also, it smells fishy because Ben Affleck's working on it, and Jeff Johns is working on it. There's no, I, I'm sorry, I don't care what we've seen so far. There's no way that script is going to be bad. Yeah. At all. Uh, that being said, John, why don't you tell me what uh, what happened after that? After that, that report went global. Well, shortly after that, received a shit ton of coverage. He almost fell over himself backpedaling. During a long interview with the ringer Sean Fennessy, we talked about reasons why studio movies are so bad now and touched on the global needs of the marketplace. I told him something I had heard <clears throat> sorry. I had told him something I had heard about the new Batman movie as an example of what might be the problem. I was talking with two executives who had nothing to do with the Batman movie and who knew people who were involved with the productions or production. The two executives I was having dinner with were relating the problems they had heard about the script from people working on the Batman project. That's all. I know no one involved with the Batman movie, and I didn't realize that my comments would make it into the ringer piece, or else I wouldn't have cited that particular movie. I have no idea what the Batman script is like, and I regret that it came off as if I was disparaging the project. Another reason to be careful giving interviews. What that smells like to me, Warner Brothers got to him and said, hey, shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know not what if you talk about. It, uh, <laughs> you don't know what you talk about. Um, but he, uh, yeah, I don't, it just seems to me that he didn't know what he was talking about. He ran off at the mouth and WB is like, hey, fucking shut up, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, bruh. Yeah, bruh. Yeah, bruh. 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 Uh, so yeah, so fuck that guy. Um, causing all kinds of trouble for our fucking Batman. Yeah. Uh, Aquaman. 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 He, uh, pre-production is set to begin in Australia later this month, eh? Yeah. Uh, apparently Jason Momoa thought he was going to be playing Lobo when he initially talked to Zack Snyder. Um, when he kept talking to him about He'd it. make a fucking like, He'd make, he make a perfect Lobo, <laughs> actually. fucking awesome. I read that, I was like, yeah, I see it. But I guess, uh, whenever, uh, Zack Snyder was like, uh, he told me, he's like, Aquaman, so you're going to be playing. He was like, I'm sorry, come again? <laughs> And he didn't quite because he all he knew is what we know of co- the comic book, which is you know blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah, in the mirror. Yeah, you, you see what I see, right? <laughs> and so whenever I guess Snyder described what the character is going to be, he understood it, and he's like, "Yeah, dude, it's I got." He said, "Bro, I got your back." Is what he said. Nice. Bro, I got your back. Let's do this. <laughs> if Jason Moore's got your back, you're fucking safe, homie. They're gonna film it down under, right? Yeah. So you said. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I love it out there. Maybe Hugh Jackman will be in it. Oh my god. That'd be fucking fantastic. <laughs> so here's, and you'll understand why I got it mixed up okay. uh, here in a moment. Uh, the Flash. The Flash. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Uh, how they will be creating Barry's speed is by strapping Ezra Miller into a bouncy 25-foot-long treadmill that goes 45 miles per hour and choreograph his movements. Most of the Flash will be his perception. So it won't be just, like, him zooping around. Yeah. It'll be in his view what he sees as he's moving. Yeah. So they're going to be choreographing that's his movie. Cool. Uh, it sounds it's a different idea. That's that's what we need right now. Yeah. Because if you just do what the TV show does, you might as well just put Gustin in there. But if we're doing something different, fine. Like, totally cool. get it. Makes sense. Um, 
This is where you'll see where okay. I got confused. Uh, Greg Berlanti is now apparently rumored to be in talks to direct. Um, uh, Ezra Miller talked about on uh, what the new director should uh, bring to the movie. He said, I think that the mo- most important quality is the open heart. I think that The Flash has to be a story that is heartfelt because I think that's where the lightning really is. Agreed. <laughs> Clever. Um, <clears throat> and I watched uh, something. It was Screen Junkies News. And they the first episode they talked about this, talked about The Flash losing the director, a second director. Um, and who could replace it? And they talked about Greg Belanti being one of the uh, directors talked about taking over. Which would be ironic in itself, since he is. It is technically called the Berlantiverse on TV, where the Flash lives. Yeah. Um. Uh, so it'd be interesting to put him in charge of that movie and see what happens at that point. Uh, and also, you do have to remember, the last time he got a big budget movie, Green Lantern happened. Um, yeah. But they I think also, he's learned a lot from then. I hope. But Maybe. do you do you trust him to do it? Not 100%. I'm happy with him on TV. Yeah. Let's not yeah. ruin it. Um, and they talked about who they would choose to, you know, who they had like three people in there who they would uh, have direct. Yeah. Um, one person uh, said uh, Joe Cornish, who helped write, uh, who did, uh, I guess, Attack on the Block. Oh, okay. Uh, and I also helped movie. Edgar Wright with Ant-Man. Okay. Uh, but here I, I asking, you know, who would you choose to direct? And a couple ideas that I came along, came across was uh, Edgar Wright was one that some people said, uh, Tim Miller was another one yeah. that they said on there, uh, which I think would be interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, Tim, uh, Keegan, Michael Key was one brought up. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting. I don't know. Has he directed anything? No. Has he even directed his, the, the no. show? No. Jesus. They're saying because uh, after watching Keanu, they know he had a lot to do with the creative process of it. Interesting. And helped write it. It would be good to see if he could do that because he would. He because I guess Keanu had really. I haven't seen it yet, but had really good action scenes and really good comedy, which is whatever I think is universally accepted is what the Flash will need. Yeah. Uh, So he was a good one, but somebody brought up. An interesting one. One that, you know, weeks ago we had talked about who should be the godfather of the uh, DC universe. Ultimately, uh, it was Jeff Johns is who they chose. My idea, though, was this person that they said should direct The Flash. And I couldn't fucking agree more. Kevin Smith. Yeah. Makes sense. And now people are going to be saying, the dude that directed fucking Tusk and Yoga Hosers? Yeah, but he did also direct Dogma, Clerks, Clerks 2, Mallrats. If you look at Dogma. Yeah, Dogma is good enough for me to say, go Dogma, he can do Flash. Yeah, and he did an episode of Flash, so he already knows. He knows the and character. And he knows the character from comics. And that, that was his thing. Too. That's uh, I can't remember who the dude said, uh, but he said, you know, you need somebody who loves the character, who knows the character. And, and he does. And, they, and, he's, they, and he's not afraid. He's not one of the people that are afraid of like, well, they didn't do that in the comic book. We're not doing that on the movie. Yeah. Like, he would be like, Okay, that that's within his realm. He's like the Flash would do that. Yeah, if this situation was to occur, the Flash could do he, that. And he would if. And in this case, I mean, a lot of the times you need somebody who knows the comic books. Yeah. Uh, to help with, you know, would the Flash do this? Because I think I think. And then he's a safe bet too, because if he signs up with Warner Brothers, one, he'll do what Warner Brothers wants him to do, but he'll also create a good movie out of it. Yeah. Uh, and I mean it's not it's not even out of the realm of possibility one they've already come to him and him and Jeff John did that whole special about the DC Extended Universe uh, 
uh, last year on uh, CW where, you know, we talked about the future of the movies. So he's on WB's radar, and a lot of people would say he's a paid shill of uh, WB, which I don't think is the case. Yeah, um, I don't think so. But uh, I think uh, it's not a wrong possibility, especially considering that he was tapped to write uh, Superman Lives. Yeah. Um, and wrote... That's uh, the zombie Superman movie, right? Yeah, that's it. Uh, but yeah, so I think it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best... Uh, but his version of it obviously never even saw the light of day um, but I think it's an interesting choice and I, I fully fucking backed it even after yeah. I read that or watched that video I went to Twitter and I you know tagged it and I was like I'm with you know Adam something rather I can't remember what his name is I said I'm with him I, I said At that Kevin Smith should uh, direct the flash hashtag run Kevin run and uh I think that that'd be fucking dope. I think it'd be awesome, awesome. to see that. Um, who who would you who who do you think would be a good director? Sorry, my first I'll always just making funny jokes in my head. I was gonna say <laughs> jokingly say Shane Black. Shane Black. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Um, you go to hell. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like those choices are good. Um, John Favreau would be a good choice. Favreau would be good. Whedon. Whedon's free from the unit from the Marvels and Mad universe. Yeah, that would be fun. And he has there has been talk that he's going to direct the musical episode, the musical crossover between Supergirl and uh, Flash. I, he he could pull that off. He totally movie. could. Um, and that would be the perfect movie for him, not the Avengers. Like that yeah. was good for him, but I think Flash is more up his it's, street. And it's also it, it's got to be a smaller budget movie too, I um, imagine. Yeah. Which I think smaller budgets where he will. And I'm not. Because obviously, Avengers was fucking awesome. And Avengers 2 was cool in its own right. Um, but I think he shines in lower budgets. Yeah. Um, now I'm trying to think of directors. Like, all I, think, all I can think of are movies. But... Mel Gibson. Yes. Mel Gibson. <laughs> run. <laughs> run. Run, Mel, run. <laughs> run from the cops, Mel, run. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of, of directors that do a lot of comedy action movies, but that's hard. I don't think I think of any. Yeah, I was really trying to think of you know some good. They should get the guy that that did uh um oh shit, what's the name of that movie? Marigold Hotel. Wes uh, Wes Anderson. Yeah. Fuck no. <laughs> yeah, I knew that one. Oh my god. <laughs> Imagine him doing a superhero movie. <laughs> Darren Aronofsky. Oh god. You know he was tapped. He was doing the Wolverine sequel. What? Yeah. Not the not Logan's coming right now, but the Wolverine. The Wolverine. Jesus. He Lord. was supposed to. Do that would have been awful. I'm like that would have been an awful Wolverine movie. I'm yeah. sorry. I love Darren Aronofsky, but he does not need to touch no. my fucking characters. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, yeah, I, I don't think, I, I don't think any director like that. Quentin Tarantino. Fuck no. <laughs> uh, no, no directors, like, I think like Wes Anderson, Quentin Tarantino, Darren Aronofsky, uh, nobody like them. No, no, uh, no. David or Russell wouldn't be a bad choice. Actually, yeah, that'd be a good choice too. Um, um they, they let T.J. Miller do it. <laughs> fuck it, yeah. Uh, Tim Miller actually, like. I, I think that's a good choice. He, he'd be, he'd, that's a good idea. He'd do something different. And he, I mean, he clearly wanted to do a bigger budget superhero movie. This is it. And it's similar taste. Yeah. But he's, uh, I think right now he's, he's attached to Sonic the Hedgehog. So. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Good. We're getting that movie. Uh, as long as we get that before the Flash. Yeah. That's fucking idiots. 
Anyways, yeah, so, I mean, there's, there's a, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot more directors out there that we're not thinking. The John Wick director would be a good one. Yeah, I can't remember who the dude is, but the guy who directed that would be awesome. Keanu Reeves, let him, let him direct it. Let him play the Flash. Let him <laughs> play Barry Allen. He just stops. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I am the Flash. I am the Flash. <laughs> it's your mom, dude. <laughs> Iris, come with me. <laughs> Iris, we have to go. Uh, zooms after me. <laughs> uh, come on. <laughs> babe babe let's go <laughs> I took the red pill <laughs> so oh I don't know why like Surfer Keanu is always my favorite he is my favorite and doesn't I even, can't, not I even can't the do men- Keanu now because like he sounds the same he just sounds like a dude but it's different like then it was easier because you're just like yeah like you just do Surfer with with you know, Keanu well Surfer with Shatner yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up? Yeah, it's like <laughs> listen, we we have to go. Seriously, like lava's coming down from like the rocks. <laughs> I think they call it volcano. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. That's my Keanu Reeves impression. No. <laughs> I used to have a friend of mine. He used to always do the uh, he do a Keanu impression as always. I am Dracula. Or I he, am Dracula. He would walk up to people with his hand outstretched, like he like uh, like Keanu Reeves, like, yeah. uh, epically quoting something. He he's like, I shit myself, and it was just <laughs> it's just like the the Bill and Ted. That's all I ever do is the Bill and Ted Keanu. The, the yeah the I. <laughs> you always have to have your hand on your chest and your other hand outstretched. It's just yeah. Um, I am Theodore Logan. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope they make that fucking sequel. I, it's written right. They yeah, but it's just finding a company that's gonna put it out. Why, like I, I'm Bill Preston Esquire and I'm Theodore Logan and it's we are Wild Science. <laughs> I fucking love that movie so um, much. I mean, Even Bogus Journey was fun. It wasn't a good movie. No, it was fun. But it's a hard that the sequel would be a hard sell just because yes, you have Keanu Reeves in it, but you also have Alex Winters in it. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, and you don't have George Carlin anymore. Yeah, unfortunately. So and they said they wouldn't recast that role. Good. They they had I guess Rufus is mentioned in it but not shown. Good. Because it was written after uh, Carlin died. I'm like, good. That's the way to do it. Don't recast it don't have the character even in it mention him in it and that's it um let's move on to some really really happy news yeah you want to say it Uh, yeah okay you say it WB has officially announced that season 3 has started production of Young Justice baby Uh, season 3 will deliver new twists turns and dangerous new threats for the team but most importantly the opportunity for fans to finally continue the adventures of some of their favorite superheroes. Like Aqualad. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> um. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Who? <laughs> I fucking love this show. Yeah. And I, I've gone on and on about this show. I, 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 I was a grown-up when it was on. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it wasn't like I was a kid and just remember it fondly. This was like, a few, couple of years ago, 
and it was on, I remember I would get up Saturday mornings to watch it. And Michelle would be like, we have DVR. You don't have to get up to watch it. I'd say, fuck you. I want to watch Young Justice. <laughs> but, it's, but it's live. It's live. <laughs> so, yeah, but you don't have to sit through the commercials. And I'm like, I don't care. I want to watch it. I'm going to record it and then watch it again later. And, but I fuck I did. Um, by the way, it's one of my favorite phrases, and it's from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah. Christian Slater's like, yeah. by fuck he did it. By fuck he did it. Um, oh, God. I, I love that movie. But, yeah, Christian Slater's it's awful. So, he, he's not good. He wasn't bad, but he wasn't good. Like He was just kind of like, hey, he's there. Yeah, that's <laughs> a guy that's in this. Uh, but, anyways, uh, I love this show so fucking much, and I remember when they canceled it after season two and I was like why and it wasn't like ratings were bad it had really it had the highest ratings on Cartoon Network they didn't say if it was going to be on TV or if it was going to be on Netflix ooh I don't know I didn't say I didn't read the article all the way through because right now seasons one to two are Netflix it doesn't seem like any reason why not just to put it on Netflix yeah they could do that I don't know if another company's picking it up I guess WB says they're putting on there so it might be on one of their Channels. channels but um i think uh this is absolutely i was really bummed out whenever they canceled it though it's like well it didn't even close the story off it was just like it just stopped being yeah and just so they could put out was that when you were like staring at the tv for two years and you didn't move mm-hmm. they had to feed you yeah the tube put the closet, change your philosophy bags yeah you guys like you guys really helped me out through that so that was yeah. a rough period it was rough uh, <laughs> my hands still smell <laughs> it's because you just had them in your ass. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but no, that was a that was a hell of a show. And I couldn't believe the cancel just to put on fucking what Greenland. No, it was the Batman. Beware the Batman. Beware Batman. And I'm like that. And that that fucking ugh, god, it was stupid. Yeah. Uh, but in any case, yay, Young Justice season three. Hooray! Let's talk about. Let's go to a galaxy far, far away, like I did Tuesday. Star Wars. Hey, sorry. I don't want to. I don't have to pay money to. Yeah, I wanted to stop that. Uh, trumpets. Uh, the Force Awakens. According to J.J. Abrams, neither Kylo Ren or Leia have ever seen Rey before, but have heard of her. So, while there is still stuff to uncover about Rey, neither of those two have anything to do with her past. Which I think is interesting. Cuts out all the theories about her being siblings, daughter, or her being a part of the. Uh, Jedi Temple that got destroyed by Kylo Ren. Agreed. Of course, J.J. Abrams could be just fucking lying. Yeah. Or he could be saying this, but there's a loophole. <laughs> yeah. he Because he is very careful about everything he says. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm interested to see what they do. I, like, I've stopped caring trying to come up with theories. I'm just waiting to see what they do. The only says. theory I feel has any ground is Mace Windu as uh, Supreme Leader Snoke. I don't think it's what's going to happen, but it's the only one to me that makes sense. Yeah. Because that guy, whoever that was, covered his fucking ground. Like, uh, more than any of the, every other theory is just like, oh, yeah, well, there's this kind of reminiscent thing that happened in it. That's their theory. Yeah. This guy has, like, evidence to support it. Like, yeah. it's a legitimate thing. It's crazy. Uh, that's the only one to me that makes any sense. And that's the only one I, I for right now, I'm like, yeah, sure. Fuck. Yeah, I, 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 will wa- I watched the movie the other day. Uh, like I said, on Tuesday when I was kind of, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Uh, I was watching that, and then Han Solo died. I was like, "Fuck! This doesn't make me happier." I forgot. <laughs> I forgot this I happened. Forgot. But I remember I watched. I'm like, okay, yeah, I fully accept that this is Mace Windu just pissed off. It makes sense. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. There's a 
a new movie. We're gonna jump on it. We know. We well, need let's it. just talk about movies that are coming out because that seems to be the le- the next two pages. That's the <laughs> next three pages, really. Three pages. Yeah. Okay. So let's start. Uh, um, Woody. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. He's doing a movie. Yeah. It's called Wilson, and no, it's not about a volleyball. <laughs> uh, there was a red band trailer released. Uh, Woody Harrelson stars as a t- titular character. <laughs> you just want to say tit. I just wanted to say tit. Titular character who makes one last ditch effort to reconnect with his drug addicted, uh, drug addled ex-wife. I almost said addicted. <laughs> <laughs> drug addicted ex-wife. No, drug drug addled ex-wife Laura Dern. When he realizes they have a daughter together, uh, that was given away. Uh, the movie also stars Judy Greer from Jurassic World, Ant Man, Tomorrowland, and Cheryl Hines from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, trailer. It looks interesting. Really interesting. Uh, it's funny. Like he, I don't know. If he's got like a mental issue. Or what? If it's just because he seems like he might be autistic. What it honestly seems to me is that this movie's gonna be really sad. Yeah. In the end, because yeah. uh, it, it's uh, the guy who wrote the graphic novel it's based on David, uh, David Daniel Close, uh, kind of has some kind of bumtastic uh, graphic novels and movies. He did uh, Ghost World uh, was one of them, and he did um, ah fuck another one. I can't remember what it was. Uh, one of his graphic novels got turned into a movie as well. Hmm. Um, but in any case, uh, he has written before Ghost World, Mr. Wonderful, and Ice Haven. Also was famously ripped off by Shia LaBeouf when his short film HowardCantor.com followed close Justin M. Uh, Damiano a bit too closely. Like, panel by panel, you could read along with the film. Damn. Um, that was the whole fucking thing with Shia LaBeouf that you know made Hollywood get all pissed at, off at him and then made him not a star anymore. Just uh, follow your dreams. <laughs> just do it. Oh man, he's a meme. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 where most people will remember Daniel Close from more recently. Other ones will remember Ghost World. Yeah. Uh, but this movie looks in the same vein as Ghost World. Yeah. Um, and it seems like most of the graphic novels kind of have that sort of realistic, r- real world approach to storytelling. Not necessarily like you know, it's not too extravagant or anything like that. Um, but the I like movie the is character he plays. Woody Harrelson? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's just like, I love him sitting on the on the, the bus with the kid. He's like, have you found Jesus? <laughs> he, he, he's like, ah, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Jesus doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> it, was, uh, uh, it, it was definitely an interesting trailer, and I don't think I'll go to theaters to see the movie. But Probably not. When it comes out. I mean, if I had nothing else to do... And it was playing in a theater. I could see. Oh yeah, totally. If I had but, nothing else to do and just wanted to go, I, you know, I did that before. Had money to throw away. Every now and again, I. That's every, every now and again, I, uh, me and Michelle used to do that uh, when we were just dating. I think. Uh, I don't think we did it. You much weren't always we're, married. No, more than Shit. it feels like it though, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, just like it feels like I've always been single. It's aw, damn. <laughs> um, hit him up on Twitter, ladies. <laughs> oh my God! If I. If you get some fucking That'd Twitter. be hilarious. Uh, I would but my ass off. We would sit there and, uh, you know, we'd just, like, we want to go to the movies. Sure. So we'd just, like, nothing really super interesting was playing that we wanted to see, particularly, but we'd just find something that eh, kind of, like, peaked around. Something you wouldn't bit. normally go see. Yeah, and the, if, the last one I can remember we went to go do that with was Hangover. Okay. Um, I think you liked that movie. I was pretty sure. Fucking love that. I saw that. I and she and me, we both saw that movie in theaters. I think three times. I saw that movie in theaters like five times, because I would take people with me to go see it. You haven't seen this yet. Let's go to the theater. Let's go right now. 
Well, I'm at work there. Fuck it. Call off. I'm already here. Leave early. But it was definitely one of the, I enjoyed that movie, and she really enjoyed that movie. And I kind of think we actually, I think we did it with, we weren't super interested in 21 Jump Street. Yeah. Kind of wanted to see it, but, you know, weren't like. It was fun. Yeah, we ended up, I think we ended up going with Mark and Kara to go see it. And it was. Uh, I know of them. You know of them. They were, uh, we had such a fucking blast. I remember Michelle laughing so hard. And I remember thinking, like, Jesus Christ. Like, she was still laughing when everybody else was quiet at certain scenes. I think particularly, like, whenever they, uh, whenever Channing Tatum is, like, sticking his tongue out. And he, and Rob Riggle is just shoving uh, Jonah Hill's tongue back. And he's just, stop it. Stop that. Stop it. Stop looking at me. You know, you know my favorite joke in that movie? What? Korean Jesus. <laughs> Leave free and Jesus alone with your problems. He's got other shit to deal with. <laughs> Jesus has got shit to do. I like <laughs> Ice Cube is so fucking funny. I know. He's just like he's like, I know what you're thinking. Angry black captain. Just just another cliche. I'm black. Sometimes I get angry. So suck a dick. <laughs> I love it so much. It's just his reaction. Suck a dick. Oh god. I'm gonna watch that movie tonight. I know, right? Um Alright, next next movie coming out soonish. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them Two. Yes. Uh which actually come the first one's coming out here soon. Yeah, so it's not really coming out. Probably like two or three. This this is information about a series. Um Johnny Depp will be playing Grindelwald. That was actually confirmed. I think last episode we talked about it was a rumor he was Mm -hmm. going to play Grindelwald, but it has been officially confirmed by the director David Yates. Uh, that he will, in fact, be playing Grindelwald. Huzzah. I think it's a good choice. I'll tell you what. I watched the, the latest trailer mm-hmm. again. It made me want to go see it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, like, I, they did a better job. Because the trailers have been... And also, the, so uh, Michael uh, Gamble. Gambon? Gamble? Uh, uh, Gambone? Yeah, Gambone. Uh, I don't know. Is that his name? I, no, it's not. I think it's Michael Gamble. Uh, <laughs> I think it's Gambone. You can think it all you I'm want. I'm going Gambone. Um... Nope. <laughs> I had a customer the other day. The, the the guy the guy from Book of Eli? The guy from Book of Eli, yeah. That's how I remember it. Yeah, not Dumbledore, the one he's really known for from our generation. Uh, no, I had a customer the other day who called in asking about something. And I gave him a price of a, of a part. And he's like, well, uh, Dan told me it was this much. I'm like, Dan? And he's like, yeah, manager Dan. I was like, Man. Andy? And he was, he's like, oh, yeah, I call him Dan. I'm like, yeah, you can call him Dan, but his name is Andy. And so I told him, and Andy was like, don't be a dick. Dandy. I was like, I'm sorry. I said, but he can read your fucking name tag. Uh, but he kept saying, whenever he came in, he's like, yeah, his name tag said Dan. I said, no, it didn't. I said, it said Andy. I said, you misread it. And he's like, oh, well, okay then. But, uh. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, I think Johnny, uh, or they said Dumbledore is going to actually be in the movie. Oh, cool. In this one, so. Gambon. Gambon. Sir Michael Gambon. Uh, He's from Ireland. Let's talk about Triple uh, X, Return of Xander Cage. Do we have to? Nah, <laughs> not really. Um, there's a new trailer out for it, which I saw in the Doctor Strange uh, IMAX 3D trailer it looks fine i think it looks fun yeah it looks i, I, don't know I, how I won't ever good it looks but it looks fine i won't actually pay to go see it um um uh yeah 
<laughs> Sorry, but I won't pay to go see it, uh, but it looks like it'll be fun. If I, if I honestly like, if I just feel like going to see a movie, I might just because it's, I, it's always gonna be a fun action flick to see in yeah. theaters. So, I might see it here in town. Yeah, something something that would be uh, cheaper because <laughs> I don't want to go see it in IMAX because that's that's a long travel to go see a movie. Um, the third chapter finds extreme athlete turned government operative Xander, Chase, Xander Cage played by Vin Diesel coming out of self-imposed exile and on a collision course with deadly alpha warrior Zhang and his team in a race to recover a sinister and seemingly unstoppable weapon known as Pandora's Box. Uh, recruiting an all-new group of thrill-seeker cohorts, Xander finds himself enmeshed in a deadly conspiracy that points to co- collision at the highest level of world governments. Collusion. Collusion. Why not collision? I don't know. It, it looks like it'll be fine. It's just... I, it's another uh, uh, Vin Diesel produced movie where he puts himself as like the ultimate fucking hero. Yeah, it just irritates. I mean, me. I like the other ones. It's the same thing. I, I, it's why I have a trouble with like the Mission Impossible movies because they're all Tom Cruise produced, so he ends up looking like the massive fucking hero. It just yeah, I don't know. I like I like Mission Impossible though. I know you do. I know you do, buddy. Okay. Congratulations. <laughs> you want a fucking cookie? I, oh my god, a cookie sounds amazing. It does sound amazing. Um, no, I, say, say anything about like I, I like the first one. I enjoyed the second one. Third one, yeah, I'll probably like it just fine. Probably. But I mean, I'm not going out of Mission, my way to watch it. Same thing Mission Impossible. Like, I, I liked all of them except for two, three, three. Uh, I liked three, but it wasn't good. Uh, I like parts of it. I didn't really care for some of it. Uh, I like the villain. This one. Anyways, uh, the newest one was probably one of my least favorites. Just because it's... The spots were fun. It's not like wrestling terms. Like, the big high actions, high scenes were fun. The high flying moves. Yeah, but it just... It really took me out of the movie. It's been long enough. Uh, when he's, like, paralyzed because of being underwater for so long and not being able to breathe. Like, he's, like, paralyzed. It just took me out of the movie. Because it's like, he slowed down. And it's like, in a high action film, like you're in the middle of a chase and you're in a car driving and you're like partially paralyzed. Like, okay. I don't know. It just kind of. Yeah, I can see that. It, it just kind of kills the momentum. He's, he's, he was dead a second ago. Now he's not. Now he's breathing and he's driving a car. I was like, mm, I don't think so. I talk bullshit. I feel like they should have just let them go and then they would have had to chase them down later. Anyways. Uh, but in any case, yeah. Xander uh, Cage. Xander oh. Cage, uh, it'll, be, uh, it'll be fine. It'll be a movie. Uh, but let's talk about The Predator. Why? Uh, Livia Munn has joined the cast and she will be playing a scientist. Scientist number two. Probably just the extra. <laughs> Um, according to all she was in Apocalypse. Hey! Uh, according to the Hollywood Reporter, the story plunks the deadly alien hunter who audiences have seen fight in jungles, concrete jungles, frozen wastelands, and alien planets in the harsh environment of suburbia? <gasps> Which apparently we already seen them. I haven't watched the movie, but apparently they were already in suburbia in AVP2. Uh, which sure. most fans have opted to forget about. Sure. But, um, I haven't seen it. So. Uh, but uh, I guess it's, most fans are just ignoring that ever happened. <clears throat> but yeah, so I guess it's going to be Predator and Predator Takes Suburbia. Yeah. Uh, Big Hero 6, my one of my favorite animated movies. Yeah. 
Uh, sequel show will premiere in 2017 on Disney XD. XD? With all of the original voice actors set to return, including Maya Rudolph, Jamie Chung, Scott Addis uh, as Baymax, Alan Tudyk, Ryan Pott, Genesis Rodriguez, David Shogunasi, and the immortal Stan Lee. Don't call him fucking immortal. He's going to die then. I don't want him to die yet. He's only 93. Yeah, only. Um, <laughs> he, might, he might make it longer. He might make it. But uh, I'm fucking stoked about this. I, now, I don't know what they're going to do. If they're going to do just like a regular animated show, like cartoon, or yeah. they're going to do CG. Um, my feeling is probably going to be animated. Probably. Easier to do. Um, which I think is a mistake. I think they should put some more money into it and let it be. If they're if they're really set on just being a series, then let it be a series that's like it was. Yeah. In, uh, make the make it look the same. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you're gonna feel a little disconnected. It's gonna be different. Yeah. You're gonna be like, well, it's not the same as it was, and now it's. Oh wait. Movies. I think the voice actors returning will help out a, a, a huge, huge bunch. Yeah. Um, but because I forget with I didn't watch it obviously the the uh, no no not the movie oh. something else. Um, the uh, How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, yeah, uh, from the movie to the show. I know they kept a couple voice actors. But I don't know. The main kept... kid was the same voice actor. Wasn't that Jay Baruchel? Yeah, Jay Baruchel. Okay. He was the same, and I think they kept him and somebody else, okay. and that was about but it. I feel like that's the only thing that would kept me watching the show was yeah. But, but yeah, it's, I'm excited for this. I think uh, this is going to be, be something new. A, a, a good hit for them because yeah. and it makes sense for them to, for that to be a TV show. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, it felt like the movie was an introduction to the characters, and I was expecting a sequel. Um, and I'm not sure why they're not going with a sequel, like mean. a direct sequel. But I mean, a TV show that's fine. I'll, and they could I mean, do I'll a, they could do a movie. Yeah. After the TV show, like they like they do with some other stuff, like. Movie, TV show, movie, TV show, and like just new seasons and then movies. I think it'll be cool. I think, uh, in any case, I'm excited yeah. for it, uh, and I'll absolutely watch it. Yeah. Um, Beauty and the Beast. Da, 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 da. Uh, Emma Watson's Bella has a new backstory. In the animated movie, it's her father who was the inventor, and we actually co-opted that for Belle. I was like, well, there was never very much information or detail at the beginning of the story as to why Belle didn't fit in, other than she liked books. Also, what is she doing with her time? So we created a backstory for her, which was that she had invented a kind of washing machine so that instead of doing laundry, she could sit and use that time to read instead. So yeah, we made Bell an inventor. Yeah, all right. Okay. I mean, are they just going to have her dad get kidnapped or is she just going to wander off? And... I think her dad's also an inventor. Okay. But she just happened to also invent. That's fair. That's the way I took it anyway. Is that if that's the case, then that's fine with me. I just Did you know Kevin Klein's playing her father? Really? I'm I was I like I was already gotten to see this movie anyway, but like oh, Kevin yeah. Klein? Fuck yes. Hell yeah. I'll watch anything with Kevin Klein in it. Yeah. I watched uh, Last Vegas. Yeah, I, I I love his underwear. Yeah. <laughs> There's a joke I haven't heard in a while. Yeah. <laughs> um bringing it back. Uh yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah, he is. Uh, some movies are getting pushed around in their dates. Oh. Starting with Dark Tower. Yeah. Entertainment Weekly is reporting that the movie has been moved from February of 2017 to July 28th of 2017 due to post-production not being able to meet the original schedule. I like how they don't give a date from February. Well, it was like, it's moving from February 25th to July 28th. It's just moving from February 2017 to July 28th. 28th. It's so specific. Um... Uh, and then since Dark Tower has uh, taken its original slot, it will now come out, or Jumanji will now come out December 22nd of 2017. Okay. Uh, this means that it will face off against Star Wars Episode Eight. Ouch. 
<laughs> which comes out a week before. Ouch. Ooh, At least it comes out a week before. Yeah, but it's not going to... It'll it, die out a little bit, but... It, it, no, it, it, will, it won't. There will no. be no... I guarantee you, from week one to week two, there will not be a drop-off. Probably not. My thing is, is I know a bunch of people are not going to go see Star Wars. Why? Because they, they don't want to see the offshoots. They want to see the main stories. This is episode eight. Oh, is it next year? Yeah. I'm this year or yeah, next year. I apologize. <laughs> I was like, this is wow. this is episode I'm eight. I'm telling you, I'm out of it. Um, Equalizer that, two. That'll that'll die off. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be like, Jumanji came out. Oh, it's coming on DVD next week. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, uh, Equalizer two. It has now been pushed from September 29th to 2017, uh, to Dece- or September 14th of 2018. Pushing a whole year back. Holy yeah. crap. Uh, Lemony Snicket's series of unfortunate events. Finally, a trailer, a teaser has been released. Cool. And it's underwhelming. I imagine. Um, I meant to show you this before we started recording, but that's fine. uh, I mean, Neil Patrick Harris seems like he was a miss on this character, on uh, Count Orloff, right? I don't know. Uh, But it'll be released on January 13th on Netflix. Um,. I don't know, man. Just he, it does it. Like you can tell, it's Neil Patrick Harris. Like even oh, yeah. in the movie, even the movie being as not good as it was, Jim Carrey was a great choice. Yeah, because you did. couldn't tell it was. Jim, you knew it was Jim Carrey, but you couldn't tell it was yeah. Jim Carrey. He did a good job. Uh, there's also a new movie coming out uh, called La La Land. Yeah, uh, the trailer was released. We watched it. It's interesting. Interesting. I don't know. It's. it's um, <clears throat> let me tell you a little bit about it. I guess. It's written and directed by Academy Award nominee Damien Chazelle. Is that right? Yeah. Chazelle. Uh, La La Land tells the story of Mia, Emma Stone, an aspiring actress, and Sebastian, a uh, played by Ryan Gosling, a dedicated jazz musician who are struggling to make ends meet in a city known for crushing hopes and breaking hearts. Set in modern-day Los Angeles, the original, uh, this original musical about everyday life explores the joy and pain of pursuing your dreams. And it's a good idea. Yeah, it's, I think it'll be interesting. One... You have one. They're, uh, they're charming together. Yeah. Emma Stone and uh, Ryan Gosling. They were in Crazy Stupid Love. Yes, they were. And uh, very charming together. And yeah. uh, so I think that's good by itself. And I remember uh, after I watched that movie, I told Michelle, I was like, I'd watch a movie just those two. Yeah. And I mean, I'll go. I'll watch this movie. And I, I mean, I love musicals anyway. You know that. Yeah. So, I mean, the idea of that jazz music, especially. Yeah. Uh, and if that's if that Gosling's voice I think in so. the trailer, I thought it was too. It, because I remember when I first started singing, I was like, that's Gosling. I'm excited. Yeah. Because if he can sing, I didn't know. I know uh, he was, I mean, he was in the Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, that's right. He was, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that, I mean, carried over. That but... motherfucker. That M-I-C. God, that, that you song stupid is, cunt. <laughs> that song has been ruined for me for my dad. Because like when I was growing up, because he did this with everything, he would sing it backwards. So he would sing, not backwards, but transposed. Uh, but he would see M O U S E Y M I C K E Mousy Mick, Mousy Mick. <laughs> so growing up, like it's all I ever heard, and so like I'm like the Mousy Mick thing, because like he did like he did that all the time like with restaurants, like he'll, he'll transpose letters all the time. Like we're going to Bacotel, right? Kruger Bing, Heats Putt. What the fuck is wrong with your dad? Exactly. <laughs> Love him to death, but what holy kind shit. of a monster is he? <laughs> he would do that shit all the time. Fuck. Dad jokes constantly too, which I got from him. So yeah, works out. Anyways, Coral. Yeah, it's an interesting idea for a musical. Like, yeah, two people in the, in the business in L.A. like 
where I mean where it says in the, like in the in the quote like it says a place known to to crush your dreams like it's gonna be rough so it'd be cool to like, see what they do with that but yeah because we haven't had a good musical in a while we haven't like, an original musical not something transposed and it from. looks like I mean they're gonna take not necessarily a dark turn but like you're gonna see kind of the seedier side of it where like it's the crushed dreams and yeah and I, I imagine you'll see them get mad at each other because of issues they've had at trying to get better and whether should be interesting to see yeah um Moving on to uh, Coco Power Rangers. A uh, new image of the fully formed Megazord via the new toy was released. It looks like a Gundam. It looks like a Gundam. It looks like a Gundam. Exactly like a Gundam. Uh, it looks cool, though. I, I give it that. But it's, yeah. it to me, like I look at it, I'm like, I cannot tell where the robots fit into it, where the Zords are. It just looks... It looks like they just meld yeah, together. And I don't thing, necessarily like that. Hopefully we see it better. Yeah. Um, Maybe it's just the toy. It's just a poor maybe interpretation. Maybe it's just the toy. Hopefully. Uh, speaking of uh, robots, yeah. Voltron. Universal Pictures is moving forward with a live-action adaptation of the short-lived Japanese anime that aired from 1984 to 1985. Uh, some interesting notes on Voltron. A one-off followed in 1986, another animated series in 1998 that lasted 26 episodes, a Nickelodeon reboot that also lasted 26 episodes, and two seasons so far on Netflix. So yeah, makes perfect sense why you make that into a fucking movie. Clearly, it's popular. Yeah, it is. Um, I've never been into Voltron. No, honestly, I've well, never... it has a pretty good following, but the shows just don't last. Yeah. It doesn't make sense why Universal is going to make a movie based on it. It seems stupid, like a huge waste of money. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, they made Transformers. Yeah, they're probably going to fucking cross them over. Oh, yeah. That's Paramount. That wasn't Universal. No. I'm, I'm saying in general, like, they, they made oh. a Transformers movie. Maybe they'll cross them over, huh? Yeah. Because, uh, like, growing up, like, I never got into Transformers or Voltron or... Me neither. None of that. Like, Gundam was probably the closest I got. Robotech was my favorite, but... I don't know. We'll see. I never got into. I was never like a robot kid. Never got into that except Power Rangers closest to it. Yeah. But even uh, Super Samurai, Cyber Samurai Warriors. Fuck, I can't remember what the whole thing was called. It had like a ridiculously long name. I enjoyed that show. Uh, try to find it. Uh, I found it on Amazon before I was gonna buy the seasons of it. And, yeah. Uh, oh were... shit! I didn't tell you. What? We got um, Batman Beyond the series at Walmart. I have the series. I know. I was gonna buy it for me. To buy for you. I might. It's forty. That's it. Yeah. Is it like the big box? No, it's just like normal box. But I'm thinking about buying it. Do it's it. It's only like forty buy bucks. Buy it. Think about it. Do it. Okay. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, the first image of Gary Oldman as Winston Churchill in Darkest Hour Winston was released. Churchill. Um, image is fucking incredible. It's crazy. Like, like he, you, unless somebody told you that Gary Oldman was under that makeup, yeah, you would not know Gary Oldman was under that makeup. It looks. I didn't. You did. I had to tell him that Gary Oldman was under that makeup. <laughs> he showed me the picture. I was like, "Yeah, it's Winston Churchill." I was like, "Oh, it's Gary Oldman." It's like, what? Huh? Um. So the plot of the movie is actually uh, it's during it's based during a, a interesting time for uh, Winston Churchill. Uh, within days of becoming Prime Minister of Great Britain, Winston Churchill must face one of the most turbulent and defining trials, exploring a negotiated peace treaty with Nazi Germany, Who? or standing firm to fight for the, the ideals, liberty, and freedom of a nation. As the unstoppable Nazi forces roll across Western Europe and the threat of invasion is imminent, 
and with an unprepared uh, public, a skeptical king, and his own party plotting against him, Churchill must withstand his darkest hour, rally a nation, and attempt to change the course of world history. Uh, should be a fucking awesome movie. Honestly, it's that's oh, it's such an interesting time. Yeah, um, it's gonna be an interesting movie too to see because you everyone knows who who Churchill is. Yeah, but it's like you never get to see a movie with him in it very often. No, you don't. And it's it, it, it'll be interesting to see some sort of a you know, a biopic on him. Yeah, um, or biopic, however you want to say it. Um, speaking of biopics, yes, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh my God. Now, this has been years in development. Eight years, as a matter of fact. Uh, And it looks like... Half of 16. Half of 16. Double of four. Yeah. Quadruple of two. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So it looks like Freddie Mercury has cast Mr. Robot's Remy Malik uh, to play the lead. And Brian Singer is currently in talks to direct. Should be interesting. That's I mean I think Malik's a good choice. Perfect choice. Yeah. I think he's a, uh, probably a better choice than Sasha Baron Cohen was. Um, uh, Brian Singer's a good choice too. He one I think he needs a change of pace from you know big big budget epic superhero movie to kind of a low key biopic would be interesting. Um, it's now being fast tracked by 20th Century Fox. Cool. Um, biggest problem with this was that. The story now, now. Now there's no telling right now if this is the story they're actually gonna go with, or what. Uh, but uh, originally, there you know, Sasha Baron Cohen was attached to it, and he talked to the band, uh, one the one of the original guitarists of them, uh, of Queen, and said, uh, uh, you know, he couldn't wait to play the uh, play Freddie Mercury and tell his story, and you know, and. Uh, then the guitarist almost said, well, no, he said, middle of the movie, Freddie Mercury dies. And he says, okay, so it's going to be kind of like a Pulp Fiction thing where it's like, you know, the beginning's the end and the middle is the beginning and, you know, the end is the middle sort of thing. And they're like, no, the character dies in the middle of the movie and the rest of the movie is spent watching how uh, the band copes with the loss of Freddie Mercury and tries to trudge on. So Sasha Baron Cohen said, nobody will watch this movie. No. And I would never watch that movie. That sounds awful. Yeah. I mean, I, it's like with, with Straight Outta Compton, I knew Easy e was going to die. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, watching the, but the story. The part with, with them grieving is fine, but it should be towards the end. Absolutely. Like, and I have no problem no with that. no reason to kill him off that oh, it Sounds weird to say it that way. Kill him off. Kill him off. There's no reason to, to show his death that early. Yeah. Like, they should show the rise, show the, the prime, and then at the end, towards the end of the movie, show the fall off where he dies and the rest of the band has to cope. And apparently, I mean, the, the band could never find an actor or director that wanted to do this movie. Or that they, well, would, that they, would, that they would agree with on the movie on the direction of the movie and now the scenes are finally getting to the point so we still don't know whether this is the same story they're going to try to tell yeah hopefully not hope not hopefully really, they really talk hope some sense whoever like if, if it's Brian or whoever just talk some sense into them. like listen, listen guys we can make this work but you gotta have to move that back yeah like we everyone knows that it's not a plot twist everyone yeah. knows that he died we, nobody cares and it sounds bad nobody cares about how they're feeling about their movie they, they're how they're feeling about the they don't want. They don't want want to watch a movie about Queen without fucking Freddie Mercury in it. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I 100% I'm okay with them showing his death and them grieving and trying to move on. Yeah. But that has important. to be, like, Because I last... do care about the band. I do care yeah, about the but, but not more than point, Freddie Mercury's story. At that point, the, the band's kind of gone. Yeah. I mean... And they didn't want to show... They also didn't want to show... Uh, well, they didn't want to have a rated R movie. They want... Because Sasha Baron Cohen and I think David Fincher was originally attached. They wanted to do it so it would show, like, the really true gritty story of Freddie Mercury. And they are like, no, we don't want to show the negative side. Why? That was his life. That's what he... I get they want... They're trying... Maybe trying to preserve his legacy but everybody knows his story yeah it's not anything hidden so hopefully this is not the story they go with I hope they somebody's talked some sense into him hopefully. and hopefully is you know Brian Singer 20th Century Fox finally fucking you know stood up and was like listen guys this movie is never gonna get made unless you do how it needs to be done um, but I think Rami Malek playing it I think that's awesome yeah that's a really good choice that's, I'm really excited about that yeah. part um, on to uh Dinosaurs? Uh, dinosaurs. Yeah. Jurassic World 2. Uh, Variety is reporting that Captain America's Toby Jones and Shaun of the Dead's uh, Rafe Spall. Is that right? Yeah, sure. Sure. Let's go with that. Rafe Spall are both currently in talks to join the cast. No specified details on the characters, but they're going to join the cast. Yeah. That's two interesting choices. Toby Jones particularly. I enjoy him a lot. Yeah. I, I just... That's going to sound bad saying it, but I hope Jurassic World 2 is better than Jurassic World. Me too. I mean, I know it's stupid to say because, they, because everyone wants the next movie to be better. But, but to me, Jurassic, Jurassic World One was just kind of underwhelming. I, I always use this because I think Kevin Smith has the best description of a movie here. We talked about iRobot. Oh yeah. And to me, this is the best description, and I, I could say for Jurassic World, it was like a really great blowjob, and at the end, she pulls out and jerks you off to completion. Yeah. That's what that movie was like. It was so good. It was just like, it's almost there. It's almost, it left you wanting. Yeah. Um, so Jurassic World 2, and it sounds like what they're going, they're going for more of a horror movie, which I think is an interesting choice. I think it'd be fun. Because I think I Spielberg mean, tried it. Because it had a lot of suspense in it. But it, but I, I think maybe trying to go true horror could be interesting. Yeah. Because they have a horror director attached to it right now. Um, but in any case, I mean, I'll go fucking see it. You know, I, it's not like I hated the first one. I love the first one. Oh, yeah. just, I like the first one a lot. It's just just was kind of a letdown. I, I hate, and people were people got mad at me, I guess. But we were, they were talking about how they they thought Jurassic World was better than Jurassic Park, and I was like, no, nope. It's better than the other two sequels. Yeah, easily. It's not hard to do. Yeah, it's not hard to do. I, I mean, shit something fair, earlier that be was better. Fair, um, I forget which movie was which movie was not a book. The third one, okay. I think. So, so, because Lost World was the second one, right? Uh, that was the book. <clears throat> so I've read both those books, mm-hmm. and I love both those books. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little bit biased on the second movie. I do like it because it does a good job portraying the book, but the movie itself is bad. Mm-hmm. But I I want to say like biased to like it because they did a good job transferring it from book to movie. The movie itself was just not good. Yeah. So, so, but that's, and that's, um, speaking of iRobot, since we talked about it for a second, I like that movie a lot. I love that movie. It's so much fun. But again, it's one of those movies where it's like, left you, 
it's like there's more to it. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, a, a sequel would have helped iRobot a lot. Absolutely. And then at the same time, if you look at Asimov's writing, I don't know if you've ever written or written. Have you ever written Asimov? Have you ever read Asimov's at all? No. He just stops randomly, like in the in the books. Like he'll write, 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 and write, stop. And you're like, what? Huh? This is the end of that sentence. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Like, because like the whole book of the the, the Foundation trilogy of iRobot, like the books. Because the thing is, is iRobot is based off of like eight books. Oh, really? Because it's it's. If you look at all the stuff that happens in iRobot, there are aspects from all of these different books that Asimov has wrote in that same series, um, which is why I think they didn't make a sequel. Because it covered too because much ground. They, they put too much of each book in the movie. Now, if they would have just made an original movie based off those characters, it would have worked. Right. But I think that's probably the reason why. Because Asimov's, it's really just short stories. It's not really books. Uh, he has some books, but a lot of them are short stories. Uh, but they did such a good job transferring the the foundation rules and, and everything to film. Um, I thought the robots, when it first came out, I was kind of like, eh, robots look all right. That's weird. Yeah. Like looking at it now, like they're good. Yeah. Like, it makes fun. sense. And I like what they did with it. But um, like I said, I think going from book to books to movie, they did a really good job. And I think Will Smith was a great choice. Absolutely. Um, He's always a good choice. Yeah. Though. So I think that was a good, cause like in the books, there's no main characters. They're just people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, these people, like they have characters, names, but they never describe what they look like. Uh, which I love. Cause it's like, <sighs> It doesn't matter if they ever make a movie. You never have to worry about what they look like. Yeah. As just, long as it's male or female, if you know, like, that's it. But they did a good job. And I just, I just love the ideas of, like, where the robots won't let you go to space because it's too dangerous, so they go up instead. Because hmm. it's that whole idea is eventually they go, well, this is dangerous. You can't do that. Because the robots can't hurt humans, but they can't let harm come to humans as part of the rules. Which, I mean, if robots ever have AI uh, sentience... Those are going the rules that he wrote wrote down years ago, are probably gonna be the rules because those rules make sense. Yeah, they can't hurt anybody, they can't let harm come to anybody, uh, and they can't hurt themselves. So it's like that's core primes. Like it makes sense. So the idea is like, it gets so in depth after so much time they they start because they're, they're AI, so they start thinking like, well this is dangerous. So eventually the idea is like, well just going outside is dangerous. You have to stay home. Right, so like, you sort so of enslave the world. Not really enslave much. it, but... That's the idea, is eventually they take over because they don't let anything happen to us because everything's dangerous. You go outside and trip and fall, and you're hurt. Yep. Can't let that happen. So, because there was a... I don't know if they did it in the movie. I can't remember. It's been too long. But the whole idea of um, the, robot going in, the robot going in the water during a car crash. Yeah. They did that? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay, there was a whole that. plot, the, the basis of... of it. That's the whole base of Will Smith's character. Yeah, the beginning part of it. Yeah, because like in, in the books, they talk about a situation. It wasn't a car tra- car crash. That's what I was thinking of. It wasn't a car wreck in that. It was something else. But there was a situation... Similar to it. ...where there was there were people, and the robot, the robot assessed the situation and saw a low chance of saving this life and a high chance of saving this life and chose that instead. Where a human... Because the other person was older. Yeah. So he would have chosen the younger life because that's what we do. Because he said it, in the movie it was like he it was like a 30 point something rather yeah. chance. He said a uh, human would have known that was more than enough. 
And it, that was such a like a really fucking powerful like yeah. I that movie I went into expecting just like a you know sci-fi nonsense action movie. There's a lot of heart in that movie, yeah. and there's a lot of heart in the books. And Will Smith, he, I, holy fuck, that dude can act the shit out of anything. Yeah, <laughs> um, except for Suicide Squad. Um, <laughs> uh, moving on though to another sequel. Oh yay! <laughs> Mission Impossible Six. Let's talk about this. Paramount Pictures has officially announced that the sequel will premiere on July 27th of 2018. God, I hope it's better than five. <laughs> Sorry, like from the trailer, I was kind of disappointed when he's like hanging on the side of the plane. I was like, that's going to be the first scene in the movie. That's going to be the first scene in the movie. That's going to be the, oh, it's, it's the first scene in the movie. Yeah. It's, it's like, God. I stopped watching after two. Yeah. I lost interest. You should, if you're going to, I'm not going to say you have to watch it, but. I have zero I would, interest in the movies. Yeah. I have. I would still watch Ghost Protocol because it's a fun movie. But that's the thing, like I have almost no interest in any of the movies. I was mildly interested right before Ghost Protocol came out and then lost interest again. Because yeah. um, I love one, but it's hard to get through sometimes. Two's okay. Three's good-ish. Uh, four is easily the best. They, they did such a good job with that movie. Like I, The first best? Of the series? Better than the first one. As far as the standard movie goes, yes. Because, like I said, the first one's hard to get through because it's such a weird movie. Yeah. But that's his point. Yes, yeah. it's Which insane. I love. I love. I, personally, the first one's my favorite. But as far as, like, nowadays terms for movies. Oh, yeah. The fourth one's easily the best one out of the series. Because uh, it, it balances The more everything. technically sound one. Because yeah. I love. The first one's always going to be my favorite. Doesn't matter. Uh, but the fourth one is fantastic. Like, so good. And that's why I was so happy that they started making it because, like, four was great. Saw the theaters twice, bought it when it came out, and then I watched. It, I was like, Five's coming out. I'm like, it looks all right. Like, it looks good. Hopefully, it'll be it'll be fun. I go to the theaters. Like, yeah. it was all right. <laughs> like, I wanted it to be so much better. Anyways, uh, but hopefully, Six will be. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it should be fine. I guess it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be what it is. I know. I mean, I'm not expecting it to be amazing, but I just want it to be a good better story. Than the fifth one. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the fifth one was fine for what it was. It just, just wasn't. It, as good as you were hoping it's kind of bland I'm like and some of the, like the the stuff just didn't make sense like I don't know it was weird it's almost like they tried to do like a Bourne movie out of it well that's yeah probably because 4 didn't feel like that like 4 felt like a a team doing a mission that is highly unlikely to fit, solve almost but, impossible <laughs> but the 5th one was more like Bourne it was more like of, Jack Reacher, per se, maybe? Maybe, but it was more of like a secret. Like It was like, it kind of felt like the first one, but it was just like where it was, we don't know who we can trust. It's like, okay, you kind of already did this. <laughs> like You've done this multiple times. Like It's a new organization, because like, it's Ghost Protocol, like, there's a new organization in, and they're trying to figure that out. That was the name of one of the games, too, Ghost Protocol. Was it? Yeah. I don't remember that. I remember playing that game, too. But I mean, it's fine. It was it was fun. I I'll own it. I like them all. Of course you will, John. You Shut just buy whatever up. movies you want. I will. Um, a uh, new movie, new movie, new movie. What's it called, John? It's called Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Doesn't make fucking sense at all. That's a stupid title. How can you have a thousand planets in a city? That doesn't make sense. It's stupid. A uh, new trailer uh, <laughs> came out. Uh, John. You want to read this whole thing? Yeah, tell us what the story is. Uh, Valerian, played by Dane DeHaan. 
<laughs> Sorry, let's start that over. <laughs> Valerian, played by Dane DeHaan, and Laureline, played by Cara Delevingne. Jeez, that's that's a tongue twister. Uh, are special operatives for the government <laughs> yeah, of the is. human territories charged with maintaining order throughout the universe. Valerian has more in mind than a professional relationship with his partner, uh, blatantly chasing after her with pro- uh, propositions of romance. But his extensive history with women and her traditional values drive Laureline to continuously rebuff him. Under directive... <clears throat> oh, wow. My throat is killing me. Under directive from their commander, played by Clive Owen... He's <laughs> good. A great actor in this. Yeah. Go on, uh, sorry. Valerian and Laureline embark on a mission to the breathtaking intergalactic city of Alpha, an ever-expanding metropolis comprised of thousands of different species from all four corners of the universe. The universe isn't a corner. Like, it's not square. It's not. It doesn't make sense. It's, it's just ongoing. It says... Says, endless, ever-expanding corners makes no sense. Anyways, uh, Alpha Seventeen's Alpha Seventeen million inhabitants have converged over time, uniting their talents, technology, and resources for the betterment of all. Unfortunately, not everyone at Alpha shares in these same objectives. In fact, unseen forces are at work, placing our race in great danger. Uh, yeah, it looks like this will hit theaters July twenty first, twenty seventeen. Uh, trailer of it I'm not really it was a little underwhelming but at the same time the, the it's the same thing I said about <laughs> not saying much for the movie uh, same thing I said about Jupiter's ending I know the movie's <laughs> gonna be I know the movie's <laughs> gonna be pretty bad but visually it looks cool <laughs> that movie sucked balls so bad uh, but visually it was it was cool no uh, the visuals were cool I don't think so you don't think so I disagree okay it, here's my problem and it sounds like a cliche thing to say, but Jesus Christ, cool it with the CG. Not everything has to be filmed on a green screen. There right. are practical effects that can be done. I know. I'll just on the That's what this movie, to me, it looks just like a CG. It looks like a computer jerked off onto uh, uh, into a camera. Yeah. It just looks like nonsense to me. It doesn't bother me. Um, if it was, if it was like us sitting in a room talking and that was CG'd in the movie, then yeah, I, I understand. It just seems like, like the landscapes, I, under, I have to be. There's no way know. around that. Maybe, I mean, maybe it'll be better than it looks, but to me, it just looks like a yeah. mesh of, it looks like Jupiter Ascending. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Jupiter Ascending was awful. Yeah. Like, the landscapes, the backgrounds, the stuff they did looked pretty. The only promise that this movie has is Dale DeHaan. Yeah. He's the only good actor. Cara Delevingne is not a great actor. She's a model, in fact. Yeah. Um, um, and Clive Owen, fuck. <laughs> How much you want to bet he's just going to talk in a gristled voice the Probably. entire time that has no tone to it. Probably. Right here, you guys need to do this. It's like, all right, all fucking right, chill I'll, it, I'll dude. Fuck down. Because um, that's like with Cloud Atlas. Like, I like that movie, surprisingly. Um, There's like two people I know, three people I know that know it. Two of them have been on this show. Yeah. And the other one is one of their wives. <laughs> but surprisingly, I liked that movie. I didn't think I was going to. Um, but again, like, the scenes where they, the backgrounds and stuff looked really cool. The acting was actually pretty good in it. So that's surprising. Uh, it was fun. It was stupid. There's a lot of stupid parts in it. Like, I make, I make fun of it all the time. It was like the scene where they're in the future where it's like barbaric again. And... Uh, Tom Hanks's Tom Hanks's character can hear, like essentially it's the devil I think played by um, Hugo Weaving. Yeah, Hugo Weaving. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, but he's like 
By the way, I haven't seen this movie, so me knowing that's just automatically not a good sign. Yeah. But, like, he, he said, like, like, when they talk, they just talk weird. They're like, just, I do it all the time now. Just like, they speak of the true, true. Fuck. Yeah. I couldn't watch that movie. It's it's fine. I liked it. There's aspects of it that are annoying, but, but the movie itself is, is fun. It's a good idea, at least. Because it's, like, doing, like, going through, um... Essentially, like reincarnation. Yeah. Different. Like, you find your love in every life. The same actors going through the same, like going through different lives and mm. having. Yeah, I liked it. It was it was fun. It was something different. Um, and like I said, the actors were good in it. They got good actors. I just wish. And that... then you had Jupiter Ascending, when they had mediocre actors, and then one yeah. good actor but bad portrayal. I just wish. That, who is the good actor in that? Sean Bean. I was doing Channing Tatum, but. I like him as an actor. Yeah, I think he's a good actor. Yeah, I put him and Sean Bean as good actors. Yeah. Sean Bean did well, but he didn't do much. So he didn't die. So <laughs> that's surprising too. Um, yeah, I just wish that studios would stop giving the Wachowskis money. No, like don't give them unless they're not going to direct it. Yeah, let them just give the idea. Buy ideas off of them. Buy ideas. Let uh, better people write it. Yeah, I'm sorry. They had one good idea that one time. And then they went too far with that. Yeah. I said, I'll give him credit for Cloud Atlas. You can go ahead and give him credit for it. It's just not going to work. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. I liked it, like I said. But it, like, it's not anywhere near like my favorite anything, but I watched it once. Right. I liked it. I wouldn't say I wouldn't watch it again. Um, I think I bought it because it was super cheap. You're kind of an indifferent fellow, aren't you? I've gotten better. You have gotten better. Like, way better. Yeah. Because, like I said, Cloud Atlas, the movie is. This dude, evil. I'll tell you, man, whenever me and him first started hanging out, there was not a movie I could find that he hated. I could never find one. He'd be like, yeah, it was fine. Every movie. I'm not kidding. Every I get, I movie. I it from my dad. It was just, he was so indifferent. It was just like, it was like the Nick Schwartz joke, how everybody's so jaded now about, about movies. Like, whenever they watch the Transformers, yeah, but it's fucking stupid. He said, if you would have shown that movie, like, 30, 40 years ago, people's brains would have fucking melted. <laughs> uh, you know, everybody's so jaded now. And John is one of the few that's just like, yeah, it was good. There's good aspects to it. And we get to sit here and I watch this movie. I try looking for the good and everything. Yeah, you shouldn't, though. There's a lot of bad in these movies. <laughs> um, but he's gotten a lot better. The fact that he can admit that Iron Man 3 was a hunk of shit. Oh, it was bad. Uh, <laughs> is a testament to how much he's changed. Because he also used to like uh, the only thing Green I'll Lantern. say good about the only thing oh yeah the only thing I'll say good about Iron Man three uh-huh. is that it gave us that short yes <laughs> all, all of the king. king I'll tell you what though uh, and I did the review and I've yet to finish uh, putting it together I need to do that um, uh, uh, but anyways uh, in the review uh, I talk about at the end of it I uh, get a phone call quote unquote from Zach. Who's like, hey, let's go watch. And this is how dated the fucking review is. Let's go watch Fanforstick. And uh, and I'm like, I don't know. And then I, you know, kind of him all around. And I was like, I just got done watching uh, Green Lantern. I don't know if I could fucking stand another movie like this. And he's like, come on, how bad could it be? And then I get up and leave. And then I come back as like one shitty mistake later. And then I uh, sit down like, all right, so in retrospect, Green Lantern's not that bad. And then (laughs) I go. It wasn't awful <laughs> so i go in and that was the point really the whole point of the review was because like if you watch like some of the nostalgic reviews now 
he goes through he'll go through a, what's a bad movie but then he does point out there are good parts to it or it's better than most people remember it being yeah uh, Green Lantern's better than a lot of people remember it being um script is not very good no uh the visuals are pretty awful um, some of them are bad uh but overall it's it, Sinestro was amazing Sinestro it, Mark Strong was born to play that fucking role I know right like when they do the movie again he should play recast Sinestro recast him he was so good in it I just uh, wish they would have focused more on him turning yeah I wish it would have been being the fucking cause it didn't make sense back. at the end well it, it sort of cause he did talk about he was, he was like we need to wield the yellow ring power and then yeah but then you know I watched uh, the other day I watched um, Green Lantern First Flight Mm-hmm. I love that movie. They fucking stole. I mean, the, the whole Green Lantern movie was that movie. Yeah. Just with worse visuals. Yeah. Uh, but in any case, the point of the review was that it's not. It's got better parts than people remember, and it is definitely worth a watch. Like I, I've watched that movie probably ten times, total, trying yeah. to review it. And I, I mean, yeah. Will I go out of my way to watch it now? No, I won't. But it's definitely going to be. Uh, it's. It didn't hurt me to watch it. Yeah. Uh, Fanforestick was a hunk of shit. Yeah. And I, I will never it. watch it again. I haven't watched it. Um. I, I wouldn't watch it. I wouldn't. Yeah. Well, no. I take it back. I would watch it because it's that bad. Yeah. My dad's seen it. What'd he think of it? You really want to know? Because <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> I. I do want to know. No. He. Uh, he saw it in theaters. He, I talked to him about it afterwards, and he said that essentially it wasn't that he hated it. Because <laughs> he, he told me, like, he, he's like, um, pretty much what I got out of it was that he was, like, <laughs> which I told him it never would happen, but he was like, he was, he was hoping like, the sequel is going to be better. And I was like, they're not making a sequel. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not going to happen. Because like, he was like, because like, I agree with him. There's, there's um, when they get their powers, because I obviously know enough about it. But when they get their powers, I like what they did with Sue. It makes sense. Yeah. Okay, cool. It works. Um, Some different take on it. But I don't like what they did with Doom. Mm. And But my dad pretty much said like he thought the movie was fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Because uh, I, I, I remember we were talking to you or, or Joe afterwards. Like, is that what it feels like? Joe hasn't watched it yet. No, I was telling, telling oh. him about that stuff after I found out about my dad. And I was like... Is that what it feels like? <laughs> is that what the feeling is? Yeah, that is. It's yeah. exactly how it Ouch. feels. Ouch. Um, I will say, though, it was a bold move on their part to have some exploding heads in that movie. Because uh, whenever Dr. Doom gets his powers and he's just walking down the fucking hallway, uh, people are trying to stop him and he just like looks at him and glows green for a minute and their heads just pop like, fuck! I watched it and I, I was watching it with him and I was like, oh, shit! Like Kingsman, it was it, it kept going. I was like, "Oh fuck!" The people's heads are exploding. I fucking love that part of Kingsman, though. Oh, that was their... awesome. I can't wait for the next one. I know, I'm so stoked. Channing Tatum's in that one. Yeah, baby. Uh, Kong Skull Island. Yeah, we got the first image of Kong, uh, released via Entertainment Weekly. Uh, he looks I'll... fucking awesome. He does, and I'll tell you what's super awesome about it. Clearly, it was modeled after the old 1943 version yeah. of it. Um, and I am so excited about that because it looks awesome. It looks so cool. Yeah, like I was already gonna go see this movie anyways because fuck Tom Hiddleston's in it. Absolutely. And two, they're getting ready to cross it over with Godzilla. So, oh. 
Um, and uh, by the way, sorry if you can hear that in the background. Our heater kicked on, and so you can maybe faintly hear a. Yeah, that. Yeah, that noise. Ignore that one. Ignore that. Um, I'm going to try my best to get it out in post, but it uh, probably won't happen. Um, that's actually the end of our news, though. I like twiddles. Uh, <coughs> anyways. Uh, so, yeah. John, got to ask you a question per every week. Okay. Except for the weeks where you don't feel like recording, or I don't feel like recording. Sure. Uh, what have you been watching? Um... Well, I have pretty much just been watching DC shows, trying to get caught up on that. You shouldn't have to try to get caught up on it. Well, that's this is all I have time to watch right now. I know. I'm with you on it. It's sorry, like I couldn't even. I didn't even watch. Because because Supergirl of stuff is coming week. out. Like, it's, it was Broketober recently. What? Broketober. The fuck is that? Broketober. It's when all the fucking video games come out. Oh. October. Like all the video games come out. Like. October into uh, November, huh. and so that's that's they call it Broketober because it costs so much money. Because huh. that's when like Battlefield and Call of Duty come out every year, or not every year, but Call of Duty comes out every year, and then other games that have their yearly releases come out, and all the big games come out in November in time for Christmas. Huh. Yeah, it's it sucks. So, but yeah, so I've been playing Battlefield and Call of Duty and Titanfall two and. Um, Batman Return to Arkham because I wanted to play it in, in high definition. How does it look? It looks amazing. Huh? It looks very pretty. They add anything to the game? It has it's, all the DLC, doesn't it? Yeah, it comes with all the DLC. Uh, they didn't add any new features. But, uh, and then I'm going back and playing Mass Effect because Andromeda comes out in February. I'm so excited. Anyways. Um, but yeah, so I've been watching DC shows. Uh, I am going to recommend a movie that I watched while working at Tim's. So, okay. I'll do that later. What have you been watching, sir? I watch... No one cares what you were watching. <laughs> uh, three movies. Okay. One of which I will say last because it's also going to be my recommendation. Okay. Uh, one, I watched Star Trek Beyond, as I said earlier. Yes. It was good. It was good. Entertaining was it better enough. than the trailer? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, fun. Yes. A bit more colorful. Yes. Just wish Idris Elba had more to do. Just he didn't really yeah. get to shine. He did more than I thought he was going to do. He did, but um, it was just... I liked what they did with his character. Yes. I thought that was a really cool take. Yes. A cool idea. Uh, I wish he had more. Um, agreed. He, his character was so good. Uh, and I was really worried at the end... When, when he was reaching up for, for Kirk, I really thought... He was going to try to... He, he was, was going to sacrifice switch, himself? switch sides. Yeah. And I was like, don't do that. Don't cop out, man. Yeah. You've been a villain this long. Fucking keep it. Don't let him... And then he was like, ah, I was like, okay, good. <laughs> well, the only time I thought, like, I was like, ah, oh, don't do it. But then the glass shard went in front of his face and he saw his reflection. I thought maybe he was going to be like, oh, fuck, I am a monster now. Yeah. And then he was going to kind of switch and, you know... Save and at that point, I'm like, all right, I get that, uh, but I really I didn't, didn't want. want I didn't it. want him to. I want him to be fucking villain to the end, and he was. Yeah, uh, I thought he was really good in it. Everybody did really good in this movie. Yeah. Um, it just, it, I love. It just felt. I don't know. I want it more from it. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Uh, 
they gave those duos on the planet. So you yes, know, like like having, you had to see them because you didn't see uh, Bones and uh, and Spock really interact too well, much. Right, and they've never gotten along anyway. So yeah. it's kind of cool to give them that time together. And I enjoy. I, I like again. It had a, kind of a lot of heart to it, where it was like Spock was like, I always thought that my respect for you was uh, given. Like it was, he was like, no matter what I say to you, I still respect you. Yeah. Uh, and I thought that was kind of a cool thing. It was, I, I really enjoy what, uh, um, Zachary Quinto has done with Spock. Yeah. He does. He's doing a very good adaptation of him. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I just thought he has so much more heart. You can see more of the human side of him. And I enjoy that. Which is good. Uh, because it's a good enough difference between the two between, you know, you get to see. And I think that partially is because of the first movie, how, when he lost Vulcan, like, I think he kind of understands, like, I need to be more human. Mm-hmm. Like, the the emotion side is important. Yeah. Um, so I, I need to go back and watch that movie again. It's been so long since I watched the first one. Uh, even the second one's been a long time. But uh, it, I, I enjoyed the movie. It was it was really fun. I also watched Sausage Party. Fucking stupid. Yeah. Oh my god, it was stupid. Yeah. I, okay. I was at uh, when I was in Bloomington. Mm-hmm. We were playing a we were playing a card game, um, one of those deck building games. And we were, they were watching the other room. So I heard it, the entire movie. Just hearing the movie made me annoyed. Yeah. Like, big problem with it was I watched it. The movie's about an hour and, a, hour and 45 minutes, I think. I didn't laugh once. I Oh, no, I lied. I laughed once, but not at the movie. At the very end of the movie, a very strange orgy happens. Yeah. And, um... God, it was so weird. Uh, I stood up and watched that part because I was like... Because they're like, the orgy's getting ready to happen. Because, like, someone that was there already seen it. Yeah. Like, what? Fuck. And, like, and so we got up and watched it. I was like, are you fucking serious? Yeah, it was, I mean, it was pretty graphic. Yeah. Uh, for I mean, even for animated, it just being animated food, it was pretty graphic. Um, but Michelle had fallen asleep on the couch and decided at that point to wake up. Oh, good. And so she wakes up, and, and as it's getting ready to start, she gets up and then looks at the TV and then lays back down, closes her eyes, and go, tries to go back to sleep again. And I was ah, ah, and like, and she startles awake and she's like, what? And she keeps looking at me like, what's happening? I'm watching. And I was like, yeah, that's what's happening right now. And uh, the only part of it I'll say that I, the movie is not clever. No. It's one very transparent with the message it's trying to send. Um, very ham-fistedly. Uh, but there was a clever part in it. It's at the very end after the orgy. And they go and they see uh, the non-perishables who are still there. And uh, they said, there's one more thing we found out. One more one more truth for you to learn. We're not real. Ooh. And uh, you know, they try to understand what he's saying. He's like, we are what they call cartoons. And, uh, and t- looks at uh, the hot dog and is like, you are uh, actually an actor named Seth Rogan. And it shows like in a mystical smoke, Seth Rogen's face, and then the bagel throughout the movie. He's like, he's like, well, then who am I? Because he's Jewish. Uh, he says, he says, you're actually an actor named Edward Norton. And one, I was like, Edward Norton talked for him? Fuck, I didn't even realize that. I knew he was in it. Uh, but he talks and he's like, what is? What kind of stupid fucking name is Edward Norton? Do they? He's what kind of fuckhead for his parents? Um, but it was, uh, and then they're like, we have to go to the real world and, you know, meet your actors. So they go through a portal to meet the, the real actors. I'm like, that could have been the movie. Yeah. One, you wouldn't have needed it to be food. 
at that point. It could have just been regular cartoons. And the whole adventure would have been like they've lived this entire life, you know, because they set up pretty well that they've lived this entire life believing that there's a great beyond outside of the store and that that's their heaven and that the humans are gods. And they could have done like something similar where the cartoons are, you know, they're living this wonderful life, being happy, being being real, but then they just find out they're they're not real, yeah. that they're uh, cartoon characters, and that they go into the real world to visit their. Uh, um, actors the actors talking for them right that could have been an interesting movie yeah and probably would have gotten a lot more laughs out of that one probably um yeah i didn't really find it it wasn't good okay i do not recommend it fair enough but do you recommend i do recommend imperium imperium yes i watched that it's the daniel radcliffe movie where he's an fbi agent who goes undercover with the neo-nazis or white supremacists or not uh, or trump supporters (laughs) oh Um, oh uh, and that is not Trump's fault that's why supremacists support him um, but uh, really good movie cool really really entertaining I'll have to check it out um, Daniel Radcliffe does a phenomenal job so this uh, uh, Tony Collette is that her name sure I think that's her name that sounds like her name uh, she does really well in it uh, just everybody does a really good job in that movie cool. uh, definitely worth a watch um but John, I have to ask you. Okay. What do you recommend? Um, so when I was at Tim's, uh, it's, it's funny to me because it makes me laugh so hard. Uh, when I was at Tim's, I wasn't gonna watch anything because I was on my phone doing stuff, and uh, he turned on the, the TV, turned on a movie. I wasn't paying attention to it. He turned it on. Customer walked in. I was talking to him about um, man thing. Mm. That's what he wanted. It's like his favorite thing. We were talking about it. Fine. He bought comics. Uh, the, the movie was on. I was watching it. Kind of watching, not paying attention to it. Girl, girl was on a, a diving board. And I don't know if you've seen it or not. But the movie, the movie's called Holidays. And it's eight short films piled into one movie. So I'll get through it. Um, I'm not going to obviously tell much. But anyways, so I was watching the TV. And... Um, there's boobs in it and I was like well this is not appropriate but he turned it on so whatever that's his uh, thing then, man. so but the girl's name is Mac, um, Maxie like, or Max for short but the girls all call her Maxie Pad so they're just chanting Maxie Pad she's on top of the diving board <laughs> yeah and then one girl shoves her in the water and I was just like what the fuck are we watching <laughs> so I was like alright so I'm watching it but essentially what it is is it's eight short films going through eight different holidays with a darker twist to them. Um, not horror necessarily, because you know me, I don't get along with horror too well. Um, more suspense creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, so the ones I can remember is they did, the first one's Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the girl. But she, oh, such a weird fucking film. Anyways, uh, Valentine's Day, Easter, Mother's Day, Father's Day, St. Patrick's Day. Um... Halloween, Christmas. There's one more I can't remember. Anyways, Seth Green's in it for one of the short films. Really? He's in Christmas. Um, As an elf? No. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, it's pretty dark. It's pretty... It's it, The whole thing is just creepy and weird. Um, Harley Quinn Smith is in it. Really? Yeah. Kevin Smith directs one of the episodes. One of the Really? Shorts. Yeah. Uh, he directs the Halloween part. 
How did I not fucking hear about this? Harley Quinn Smith is in it with Harley Morton, whatever his name is, from Epic Meal Time. They're, really? They're in the same episode, the same short film. Huh. Yeah. Because I was watching it, and I was watching it, it's fine, it's good, it's interesting, creepy, weird, sure. Halloween started, and he was talking, and it was Harley from, from uh, Epic Meal Time, and I was like, that's, that's Harley. Okay, cool. And he's hiring, essentially, like, webcam girls. Yeah. And he gets back to the apartment, and there's three girls there, and they're talking, and I'm like, and she has that lower graspy voice, and I'm like, she looks like and sounds like Harley <laughs> Quinn Smith. And I was like, that sounds and looks like her. And I was like, that's fucking her. Anyways, so she's a webcam girl. Yeah. Awkward? Yeah, it was just weird. And like I said, Kevin Smith directs the episode, the, the short film. And some stuff happens, and it's fucking dark, and it, like, pains me because of, essentially, you can kind of guess, they turn on the, the guy. guy. Yeah. And holy shit. <laughs> it's fucked up, like... I can only imagine now because I haven't seen Tusk yet. I can only imagine. You haven't seen Tusk? No, I can only imagine what Tusk is going to be like. Stark. After that, yeah. <laughs> but like, I, you I'll don't... tell you later if you want. But like after seeing that, like going, like I can, like. Oh no! Don't tell me. I want to watch it. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm absolutely gonna watch it like, now. Fuck! I'll watch it with you if you haven't watched it yet. Um, get to hang out because it's weird, but they do a, such a good job taking taking the traditional information from the holidays and turning it. Like, it's such a cool idea. And each one's directed by different people and some of the same and different actors and same actors. And um, there's a lot of the same actors in a couple of them. But um, it's an interesting idea. There's a couple of them that kind of miss with me. But it's cool because like, they take aspects from the holidays and make it something creepy. And I liked it. Because I was real confused about the St. Paddy's Day. And I think you will be too. But I looked up the research on it because I got bored. Uh, and it makes sense. But it's weird. But yeah, I recommend it. It's it's if you like kind of creepy, suspenseful stuff. It's they're all short. I mean, the whole movie with all eight ep, uh, short films are like like an hour forty. Like That's not hours. bad. Yeah, each one's pretty short. Um, yeah, Seth Green's in it, which kind of threw me off. Uh, I saw his name on the thing, and I was like, Kevin Smith directing it kind of already sold me on yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, he only directed one of the eight, right? Yeah, but still, like. It's it's cool. You should watch definitely watch Tusk though, because it's I want it's to. dark and I it's, need to. I just haven't. Like you don't realize how dark it's gonna be until you're watching. Like fuck, this yeah. is yeah, this is fucked up. That's what I'm saying. I haven't seen it yet. I saw him directing. I was like, okay, I'll I'll watch the episode. And then I was just like, what the fuck is happening? Like oh my god. And like it's like I can't imagine. Like I'm gonna watch Tusk now. Like I'm ready for it. I guess. <laughs> um, Holy shit. But yeah, it was. It's a fun. It's a fun flick. Uh, I I'd be up for watching it again. Surprisingly, because like I said, you know me. Like I don't get along with creepy stuff that well. I'd watch that again. It was interesting. Absolutely. When they watch it together. Then. Yeah. I'll watch it. Then we can talk about it. Yeah. Uh, that's gonna do for this episode. I think. I think so. Uh, if you ever want to talk to us, email us at uh, real. What were we talking about at gmail dot com? Yeah. Ask us any questions you'd like to. Uh, if you want to hear us talk about any specific specific subject or our opinions on certain things, uh, go for it. We'll answer any questions you ask us. Uh, if you want to hit us up on Twitter, I'm at TweetyMcTweet11. I am at JDSlevin13. And if you would uh, li- like to subscribe to us on Facebook, it's Facebook.com uh, slash Real What Were We Talking About. Subscribe to us. Uh, here soon, we're hopefully going to be able to do a, uh, live. a live feed again. Soon. Uh, it's been a little bit harder to do it just because we're both kind of, you know, busy. Yeah. Um, because we got, you know, grown-up shit to do sometimes. Um, 
But yeah, absolutely. Don't forget to share this podcast. Subscribe to us and share the Facebook page. Get the word out. Get the word out. Hashtag get the word out, bitches. Uh, So until next time, I'm Jake. I'm John. What were we talking about? New pictures.